Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first Hive Mind Radio in probably about, I don't know how many years at this point. Uh, I'm Stephen James, and you're listening to Messin Radio. That's Mixler.com slash Messin slash radio dot ampersand dot pi three one four to the second power. We got to get a better web address <laughs> uh, for this for sure. Uh, lots of things to Steve's go over for today. Ride. Yeah, Steve's wild ride. Be awesome. The voice that you hear is the man from To Be Seen, my good friend, Mr. Joe Pombo. Uh, hello, and welcome to Steve's show. Yeah, Hive Mind Radio. We're here. We're not queer. Not that there's anything wrong with nothing that, wrong with that. As we they support say. The, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent flag yep. for sure. A uh, lot of stuff going on. We're gonna get to in just a little bit. Uh, this, this show is kind of going to be an amalgam of what it used to be, kind of like that ONA style. There'll be some interviews. There'll be a lot of cool stuff. Uh, speaking of interviews, today's guests coming up at 1130 will be executive producer of Capital Wrestling, Lee Manden at 1130, and director and owner of Bridgeside Productions, Mr. Paul Liatsis, will be on the air uh, at 12. So at the top of the hour, it's we're, so we're here every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I, originally, I put down two because I can't count. I wanted oh. it to be a two-hour show, but I oh. can't. I can't count. Math, math is was, math no. is tough. Man. New York Public Education. What do you want yeah, from know, me? I know. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a product of that myself. There you so. go. <laughs> I know the maths. <laughs> don't don't forget. Uh, here are all the places that you can catch me doing my thing. Capital Wrestling every Monday night, 6 p.m. on Fight TV. On Brooklyn versus at the aforementioned uh, GoBridgeSide.com every Monday night at 7. And creatively speaking, my podcast, which is relaunching on iTunes on Monday and will be every Monday at 7 a.m. So now they're going to call me Mr. Monday. Not night. Magic Monday. Monday, Monday. And, of course, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, the Twitter machine. Can they, on the, on the Twitter? Who can tweet you? you can, they can, can tweet you, you on the Twitter. They can tweet me on the Twitter. On the Twitters. Is that something that people do? That's what, I do that, actually. I, I, I still don't know how to use Twitter. Oh, really? I, I can't do really. it. Really? I over hashtag on my Twitters. I used we there was this thing on Hive <laughs> on Hive Mind Radio on this radio yeah. show uh-huh. uh, that we used to do where <laughs> hashtags didn't make any sense to us so we would put them in the middle like we started this <laughs> things like hashtag in the middle of what we're doing <laughs> then we start like we put them at the end of things and just. Yeah. It was just very, uh, very counterproductive. Don't forget throughout the show, if you want to call in and weigh in on anything that we're talking about, 609-910-0687. Like I said, a lot to talk about. We've got guests coming up. i got Joe Pombo. Uh, Dave Lee will be here in a little bit. Where can they find you on social media, Joe? You can find me on tobeseen.com. Yes, the wonderful site of tobeseen.com where we do reviews, including Comrade Conversation, 3 and 90 for movies. And then we have musicians that guest stop by and sing their illustrious songs. Like currently we're having Stefano Andrade from Capital Wrestling. Oh, no nice. Less. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, came for the uh, the April show. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's where op- I'm operatic. Him. He was fantastic. I said, dude, please come. And he was like, absolutely. <laughs> well, you had, you, please come. You have to be careful. <laughs> 
cool. <laughs> the way you say it. Hey, that. you know, you got to make so, sure that they, they're interested. We're so. going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to break down the Nashville jaunt for Capital Wrestling, and Dave Lee of uh, Dave Knows Wrestling will will join us. He, I think he's just coming in. He's washing his hands. I don't know what he was doing out there. But you heard the comes out. <laughs> he's, he's a disgusting <laughs> human. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Radio here on Mixler.com slash M-E-S-N dash radio. I swear we need a, a better better thing than that. Steve's Wild Ride. Steve's, Steve's Wild Ride. Steve. I swear that, that's not a college porno video. I swear. <laughs> it's not just a college porno. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it, it is, but not just. It has many veins. And as you heard, that other voice that is joining us is, of course, good friend, uh, fantastic YouTuber and uh, quite the curmudgeon, Mr. Dave Lee of Dave Knows Wrestling. What's going on, bud? Curmudgeoning. You are curmudgeon. Oh, I'm going to curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to curmudgeon. Ah, yeah. curmudgeon, curmudgeon, curmudgeon. 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 Oh, my God. Make That's, that on a T-shirt. Put that on, put that on a T-shirt. We're selling that. We should make that on towels, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're back. <laughs> we're back here on Hive Mind Radio. And for those of you who don't know, Capital Wrestling just finished their uh, their run into Nashville. Whoa. So I figured what better way to start off the first show uh, of this uh, particular 
gimmick. Yes, I see. I use the word <laughs> gimmick. Uh, talking road stories and stuff. So we headed out to Nashville. Like, first of all, have you guys ever been to Nashville at all? No. Nope. No. No. You were Dave. You were close to to come. I can't even say that. Come on, you can do you it. You're close to coming. Oh yeah, close curmudgeoning. curmudgeoning. <laughs> you were close to curmudgeoning on Bring the trip back. And I will say this on the back. Definitely missed. Definitely missed for sure. It was a really really fun time. Um, so neither of you guys have ever been to Nashville. Nope. Nope. Well. Don't forget, Capital Wrestling went down there for a specific cause, Wrestling for Innocence, Amazing. a company run by Anthony DePippo, a really good friend, an exoneree himself, mm-hmm. uh, who has been fighting since he's been out to free his fellow wrongfully convicted uh, friends, you know, fellows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was all to go towards, all the proceeds were to go towards the legal fund for Adam Brazil, which before we got there, the week before, Adam was his conviction was overturned. Actually, no, there was a plea thing, but he was free. So there, great. there was, there was a different great. circumstance. There's still a lot of stuff left to go. So he was able to attend. It was a, like a welcome home yeah, thing for him. Nice. Those pictures it made was me happy. You have no idea. Awesome. Yeah. There were so many cool things like seeing them interact, like you know, Hall and Nash standing. And I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> that was awesome. In the hotel lobby, just. He fit, he, here comes just walking in and, and and you know Adam's smiling and they're smiling. Shout out to all the guys uh, and gals from Capital Wrestling who made this a, uh, a a very cool experience. But I don't know if you guys have ever traveled in a big group before. Yeah, but I did it that was those, yeah. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> of course, of course it is. <laughs> I went to Canada and did that. Uh, there was yeah. about seven or eight of us, I would okay. say. Okay. And uh, motley crew. Uh, yeah, well, there were there were more who. We, we were the ones who flew out first to okay. kind of get everything situated and stuff. The and, fancy and, people. And, mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Management. The brass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Stephanie Sotilli, who plays Portia Vaughn on the Capital Wrestling product, laid in a lot of the groundwork and got a lot of the stuff done to make it a little bit easier. And she was the de facto camp leader. Ah, for, okay. So she yeah, was, yeah. like, making that, sure everyone was, the, like, the mom. Oh, yeah, say, that yeah. makes her sound like a cult leader. It, yeah. it, was, it was so fucking awful. Sounds like I, David Koresh. <laughs> it was so. Imagine being a goddamn war hero who fucking jumped out of planes, who was flown all over the world. Wow, she did all that? No, no, oh, me, oh, oh, oh. me, dummy. <laughs> it's and, like, who, and, who knew? And being told, and and I understand why she did it, but being told. You know, come on, guys. We gotta, you know, make sure we go here. Everyone group together. Oh. I get why she did it because you know, school marm. You can't, yeah. you can't rely on everyone to have you know, pay sense. attention or have common sense. Yeah. And so she was doing the right thing. But in the moment, I'm just like, I just want to get on the plane. <laughs> but after a while, my senses kicked in, and I started helping her out and like making sure that the count was right. Like, oh, you know, count off. Like, not like that. Drill sergeant still. came in and took yeah, over. it was yeah, just that, yeah. me- that mentality. So That's you know, she awesome, <laughs> she definitely kept that. Have you when you guys have gone on a trip? Have you ever had an experience where one person had to take the lead? Yeah, the, to keep everyone corralled. Unfortunately, it's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Usually, it is me, but I, I didn't have to do it this time. Which had was great. to, yes. Actually, done it. No. <laughs> yeah, I've only lost well, one person. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I, they were never heard from again. We don't, know, we don't I, talk about that. I saved half the crew on a jet ski once. Nice. 
So jet skis only hold two people. I was going to say that means one other person. What about right. a jet ski? <laughs> Wait, what about a jet ski? Uh, did we just hear a confession to a crime? <laughs> huh? What? I'm a little confused now. Uh, the point is that Steve did it. Uh, the point uh, is that I did it. Oh, yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Um, confession. He just confessed. You heard it. <laughs> but you know, on the way to the airport, you know, we had a uh, an Egyptian, a proud Egyptian Ooh. Uber driver. Oh, that's awesome. And it was like we were in fucking Grand Theft Auto. Oh wow. This dude is like he's doing. He's got to be doing like 85. Oh, you got to make that turn. Just got to go back swerving. in time. Yeah. <laughs> My, but you're doing 85 it's near the drop yeah. off. Yeah, just yeah. do three more. At Newark. Oh, Newark. Three more, you can go back in time. It's fine. He's yeah. like, oh, Southwest, over here. <laughs> I thought I was going to freaking die. <laughs> And then someone, I think it was Harry, actually, Harry Tujanian, Tujanian uh, yeah. my broadcast partner. Um, he's like, oh, he, I think he made, like, a comment about the big bopper, like, right before we got on the plane. Oh, like, oh, Jesus great. Yeah, all right. This is the day that Capital Wrestling cries. This is the day the music <laughs> dies, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, a guy, there's a guy I know. We used to run on a crew together, and we would drive into uh, New York all the time, into Manhattan. And every time we got into the tunnel, we went into the tunnel, I would turn over to him and say, hey, you ever see the movie Daylight? Oh, <laughs> man. Every time. One time we almost made it out, and I forgot. I'm like, oh, wait, hey, you ever seen the movie Daylight? <laughs> Just, got Just to remind you. So I'm that guy who will bring it up every single time. There's always a good chance that Stallone is sitting there waiting, right. going, hey, yeah, you, you, get on, you, get on, <laughs> you get on a plane with me, you'll get the worst stories. I'll bring, I'll bring up the movie alive. Oh, oh man. No. Don't look at worst. my toes, then. La Bamba. <laughs> I, you know, we flew, we flew Southwest, and I don't know if you guys ever have flown Southwest. They don't have assigned seating. Oh, bedlam. So it's just kind of really? like, yeah. sit where you want to, I oh, guess. Bus rolls. Standing room only. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> And there's like nine of us, and we're trying to all like kind of sit together, I guess. I think it was like eight, eight of us, actually. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was nine on the way back, eight on the way there. Um, so we're all trying to sit down, and like I'm sitting next to like, you know, people, and there's like fucking a dog behind me. Oh, no. Like, oh, nice. But we brought the dog. Like it was an emotional service dog for oh. one of the people who was coming with us. Oh, but it's still, it's like I smell the dog. Oh, so you're those, you're that people who bring the dog. You're that you're people. That, Put you're that, that, that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you're that you're people. That you're that, that people. <laughs> oh, man. What about crying babies? Any of those on the... Uh, there were quite a few, but only, oh. like, usually you only get that on the takeoff and on the land because the yeah, ears, yeah, yeah, you know, the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Soft baby head. So we were, we were pretty good, and there wasn't too many people, like, randomly hacking on the plane where you're getting fucking dysentery. Oh, yeah. Because you, know, <laughs> you know when you come back, you're going to be <laughs> sick. <laughs> so uh, we so we get there first day and immediately it's like you know what are we gonna do we gotta go eat go to Waffle House and of course I've only is that an experience the wrestler was, place to go to is <laughs> yeah, Waffle House it was right around the corner pants from, optional pants it's always optional. right around the corner if you're not in the New York area <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, mind exactly. you it was the middle of the afternoon so oh. we didn't get the true world star hip hop oh, Waffle House experience star. yeah when, so it was like normal people and like the guy is like oh. talking about. He has a really big onion, and he was very proud of this onion that he was showing us. Did he's he grow like, it? No. Oh. It's, a, it's just a fucking regular <laughs> onion. But he's like, oh, it's a really big onion, guys. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, the Thanks. Oh, but he was onions. really excited, and then somehow we became was. excited for him. <laughs> Have you ever gone along with something that oh, someone yeah. else was excited oh, yeah. for? Oh, that's many, a, a lot yeah. of my traveling is overseas, and I don't speak any language except English, and that's it. So I have to just go along. I'm like the Terminator standing around. I usually put sunglasses on. Yes. No. <laughs> I was going to say marriage. 
<laughs> Just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this was really yeah, my we know first. <laughs> you say that now. Just one mistake, my friend. Uh, Mike is uh, Happy my co telling me that all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but this was my first pro wrestling quote-unquote trip. You know, generally, Capital has been in the New York, New Jersey area, and it's yeah, the first time I've been great for me. I've, yeah, <laughs> it's the first time I've had to travel outside for that. You know, I've, I've been in almost all fifty states. You know, oh, wow. for whether it be work or or personal pleasure, but this was the first time it was like a wrestling trip. And you hear all those things about like you know making towns and like you know mm. the road stories that people tell, um, and the camaraderie that you can have between people and. I, I definitely did see that on the last night, but and and sort of downtown. We went to downtown Nashville, mm. and mind you, I'm good, just, let me just paint the scene okay. for you. Okay, all right, right. It's mm. downtown Nashville okay. on Broadway mm-hmm. is like Times Square on New Year's Eve oh. in four blocks, and that's it. Okay. Now we decided, hey, let's go down there. We'll film some pre tapes and and some you know B roll and stuff. So Zane has stuff to work with because Zane Zane Decker, for those of you yeah. who don't know, director of Capital Wrestling, is a fucking genius. Shout yeah, out to yeah. shout yeah, out he's to very him. good, yeah. Um it's myself, Matt Ryan, uh Marcus Dowling, mm-hmm. um I th- Harry. Okay, the genie. Zach Amico. Oh, that's uh, gonna be in, fun. In full Full, full Zach. Full, full regalia. With like full the reg- regalia. Yeah, with the hair and oh, everything. Lo- he's so interesting. I and love the Meadowlands monster. Oh, oh wow. Oh, this is a cool. Oh, I bet he fit right in. Yeah. So, so you can imagine the people were like, and we're shooting like promos. And one of the promos is, you know. Zach and him. Zach and him. Yeah. And we wound up filming another one later. But like people were just like looking around at, you know, Zach, at Monster, mm-hmm. at just the rest of us, you know. What the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> here's the thing: not unlike New York, for the most part, people were fine. If you did that in fucking Times Square, oh, nobody would yeah, no bat an eye. It'd be like, yeah, there's a naked cowboy yeah, you know, exactly. down, down the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah or whatever. you know, people would be fucking throwing up and just like you know shooting dope. Or maybe you ground. get a couple of bucks; they might give you. Yeah, some. they might. Oh, throw, here you go. Yeah, they got some bus change. Yeah. <laughs> so, did anyone ask like what his name was? And as soon as he said Meadowlands Monster, did someone say Meadowlands? Is that like a New Jersey? <laughs> no, I mean, for the most part, people were like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's what and I then they were like, oh, you know, we're from a wrestling company. And then we tried to, like, you know, carny mm-hmm. our way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> I, I guess they asked Zach, like, f- three or four times, just one drunk guy, whether or not he was the wrestler. And he kept trying to tell him, like, no, I'm a manager. <laughs> and this is the re- the seven-foot guy yeah, is, is the wrestler. Yeah. And this guy just couldn't. Just he couldn't, couldn't bother it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you <laughs> sure? I think you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. You look like the wrestler. <laughs> so so Kevin Nash and Scott Hall came in uh, for a meet and greet along with uh, Jake Hager um, to, for, you know, to man help out yeah. with, with all that stuff. And so Kevin Nash was supposed to be there that first day. And, you know, his travel arrangements, he decided, yeah, you know, I'm not going to stay at the hotel for the first day. So we wound up filming a pre-tape in Kevin Nash's bed. Oh, he lives <laughs> in Nashville? No. Oh. In his hotel room. In his hotel. Oh, yeah. okay. For some reason. Yeah, his hotel room was still there. Yeah. So I wound up filming a pre-tape. So here I am, and, and it was my pre-tape, and, oh, I, and sweet. I'm in the bed. Here I am <laughs> thinking to myself, I am now laying in Kevin Nash's bed, which is now going which is going to be way too small for the oh, seven God. foot oh, wow. bed. Because yeah, yeah. my my legs, like I'm I'm about six one and a half. Okay. And my feet are just at the edge. Oh. He's like, you know, still 6'10", 6'11". Yeah, he's a tall he's a, dude. He's and a, he can't he, use that. 
Stop it. Stop it. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's a huge guy. So just being able to say that sentence, you know, I had some strange interactions. Obviously, both of them were very nice to us. Uh, Scott Hall's a big dude, too. Scott Hall's a big dude. Just no one thinks about it because he's always always next to Nash. Nash. He's always next to Nash. And, you know, now as he's getting older, he's a little bit more, you know, his, his posture isn't as good. He looked great, though. Funny story, me and Zane, the day of the show, we're walking to Waffle House to get something. And who's walking on the side of the road coming from the Waffle House? It's fucking Scott Hall by himself with the toothpick in his mouth. It was the strangest interaction. Did you guys pick him up? Or? No, we were walking. Oh. And so was he. And I was just. Uh, you no, know, but I'm saying, did, like, in the group, anybody, like, just join us. Come on, Nash. He was walking back. Oh, he should have. He was walking come back, back to the hotel. You, yeah, yeah. And we no, were no, no. walking to the Waffle House. Right, right. I'm just saying, you should have been like, hey, come back. Just, come just, back. just, just hang out with us. Have hang a couple out. waffles. We'll buy you a waffle. He, um. So I was like, uh, you know, are, are you like, you know, no one took you to the Waffle House? He's like, uh, no. Oh. He didn't, like, he just wanted oh. to stretch his legs. Like, a guy oh, like that, okay. you know, use it yeah, while yeah, you can. Yeah. And then. And then I go to him, uh, Zane goes to him, he goes, so uh, someone going to drive you to the show? And he goes, yeah, I fucking hope so. And <laughs> just walks away. He just, he, he just oh, keeps wow. going. He's got, like, the, he's got the toothpick so in his mouth. Always he's like, always He's yeah. always in, in that mode. It was really nice to get a chance to, like, ha- right. like that's a story that you can tell. He was very courteous <laughs> to a lot of so. people, you know. And I you know, would be making all kinds of dumb jokes, like, if we were at a restaurant and they had that little card to like fill it out, please, how's my service? I would just look at them and wait for them to go, hey, yo, survey time. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, I would make constant <laughs> references to like everything. He would be so annoyed with me by the end of the day. Yeah, he'd give me the razor to yeah. the end of the <laughs> Okay, you. Yeah, right. I would just keep referencing everything and he would just look at me like, all right, enough. I wonder if he has stock in a specific brand of toothpick. I would I would assume so. You know what I'm the saying? bamboo like, kind. Does, yeah, does he have a shed outside <laughs> of just toothpick boxes? I would I would and think so. There's like yeah. thousands and hundreds of them inside yeah, in of one, one little packet. box. Yeah. See, this happened in the 90s. If it happened now, yeah, it would be a special color that would be trademarked, and no one else could make toothpicks that color. They would find all kinds of ways to brand and market it. Hey, man. Yeah. I mean. If, imagine really picking good. up Scott Hall's toothpick and it said go to scotthall.com. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and turned us over for a uh, free iTunes download. There you go. <laughs> Boom. There you go. One uh, more for the good guys. I, I have to say this before uh, we get too far, and don't forget, coming up at 1130, I hope uh, <laughs> Lee Mandon, executive producer of Capital Wrestling, will be calling into the show. We'll talk to him for a little bit. Uh, and at the 12 o'clock hour, we've got Paul Liatzis of Bridgeside Productions. We'll talk to him as well. Uh, I, I can't stress enough. Uh, I met somebody really awesome down in Nashville, came to the show, wasn't booked on the card. A guy who goes by the name of, uh, I hope I say his name correctly. I know his gimmick name, but I, I want to make sure I credit him in his real name as well. Ricky Perillo, a.k.a. Mr. Brickster. Mr. Brickster is his name. Um, just showed up, had a great attitude introduced himself, brought cronuts to people. Oh, like, what I a guy. He, I guess he, like, he's, he, he's got points he, he in my has book. like a bakery as well. Oh, sweet. He's originally from Buffalo, moved down to Chattanooga, uh, you know, showed up with chocolate. But he was one of those guys who was just like, anything you guys need done, let me know. Yeah. The Southern hospitality thing real. really fucking mm-hmm. showed mm-hmm. during that show because a lot of people were... And, you know, you wind up being cynical. It's like, oh, well, these guys are just trying to get a spot on the card or an in on the company. With Mr. Brigster here, with Ricky, mm-hmm. I didn't feel that at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't. He was genuinely there to help out, not oh, wow. looking for an opportunity. Uh, you know, if one came, obviously he wouldn't, you know, yeah, shy, shy away, away from, from it. Yeah. 
but he was the kind of guy who was there, who was present, who was engaged when he didn't necessarily have to be, right. which was really cool to see. So wait a minute, did the uh, Capital Wrestling's female baking wrestler uh, get involved? No, Corinne Mink. <laughs> that that would have yeah, that no. would have been amazing. No. Uh, but the if those two like you know met and you know yeah that would have been great. then got together. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Goods. Yeah. Yeah, I was going for a mixed tag match. <laughs> mixed tag match. <laughs> Next week. Uh, the actual show went re- very well. Shout out to Music Marathon Works. The uh, the building and the staff were were super cool. The building looked great. Um, you know, we had we had a lot of time to to set up and, and get everything the way we wanted. So those first episodes from that set of tapings, I believe, will start. Uh, this Monday. Okay. Ooh, so looking forward to that. That'll be cool. You know, we just saw Homicide defeat Matt McIntosh for the Capital Wrestling Championship. For those of you who want to check out that episode, it just released on YouTube, or you can go to fight.tv or download the Fight app. I believe it's episode number 123 we are up to. So we're approaching 150. You know, when wow, you really sit... Yeah, you said yeah. it doesn't feel quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't felt quick. I will say that. And I'm sure if Matt Ryan or anybody is listening, it has not felt quick. Mm. I've seen that. I've seen that look on his face. Oh, my God. Matt. It, I, yeah. I, I swear he has PTSD from running this fucking company. <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh, a lot man. of cool stuff. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, hopefully we'll have Lee Mandon on, uh, Mandon on the line. If we don't, we'll just keep talking. Because that's what we do. Sounds good. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to do. I, I just. Well, you're good at it, so. I never got it. I never got a chance to talk as a kid. My <laughs> grandfather beat me mercilessly. Oh, wow. That's not. That's not. That's not true. Oh, he but calls I wish in. It, you know, he might. It would have been a story. It would be, it would, <laughs> he called it would be it, very weird if he called fuck? in. Fuck! I never <laughs> touched you. <laughs> I never hit you. I'm he's, gonna hit you dead. now. Uh, yeah, if I you figured, guys don't get the joke out there. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. He's still calling. All right. This song is for my dead grandpa. <laughs> Death by a thousand cuts. We'll be right back. Morte da mille tagli. Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts.
Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. And they counted it out loud. One dead, two dead, three dead, four dead. Death by a thousand cuts.
Mind Radio here. Yeah. Fucking police sirens. Go figure. Someone should arrest this fucking studio. <laughs> Trying to get this call going. Uh, but of course, on the first day... The phone lines are not working right now, so if you're trying to get through 609-910-0687, I guess you're shit out of fucking luck right now, because, <laughs> you know, uh, Lee Manon's waiting, he's fucking trying to call in, got him angry. ready to go, he, oh yeah, he's probably angry as hell, I would be, yeah. I would be, God trying to run a freaking professional damn program, I, I, I type out all this stuff, I got some great questions for him, hopefully we're gonna fix it as we go, hopefully we get it up and running. And we'll be able to uh, to get him on the air and Pauliatsis uh, at 12 o'clock. But if not, don't worry, folks. I will find that interview. I will call them personally and Ooh. record them after this show. And, and if worse comes to worse, I will air it next week if I have to. Hopefully it'll be remedied by, there, by then. We need a hamster on a wheel, something. Oh my god, I'm about to shoot that fucking hamster. It's Hive Mind Radio every Friday right here on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Messin. That's M-E-S-N dash radio uh, ampersand pi sign. <laughs> carry the four. Steve's wild. Yeah, Stephen James here being joined by Mr. Dave Lee of Dave Knows Wrestling. YouTube fame or infamy, <laughs> however you want to fuck with it. And uh, Mr. Joe Pombo of To Be Seen. Uh, to Be Seen.com. Gonna say that as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm loving being here, man. It's having you, out. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had you. Curmudgeonly. Sure. <laughs> Curmudgeonly. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to get the phone lines going, and, and we'll, uh, we'll have Lee on in just a bit if we can get the phone line. So keep trying to call in, folks, because uh, I'm calling during the break. Dave's calling during the break to try and test the phones. And nothing. Might as well not exist. And your granddad. My granddad, yes, yeah. from the crib. That's what you get. <laughs> Shout uh, out to everyone with dead grandparents. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> both of mine are dead. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah both of mine are that dead. age, man. Yeah, well, mine died very early. Oh. Like mine was like when I was ten. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other one. Boating accident. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I only had one set because uh, oh, my dad's shit. a prick, so I don't know. <laughs> oh. So, uh, so I only had my grandmother Ooh. on my mother's side, and yeah, my yeah. grandfather mm-hmm. on, on my uh, mother's side, obviously. And one died right before my fifth grade graduation, oh. and the other one died a couple of years later. Like who mm. gives a shit about him? Oh, you know, as we talked about, he he was kind of a prick. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, and this opens up something. That was my first experience getting. This is a drunk. segue. <laughs> yes, this is. <laughs> I, I'll work anything into the, a segue. The man is magic, folks. Uh, <laughs> th- that was actually my first experience ever getting drunk. Oh, was my uncle who was a service member mm-hmm. came home uh, for his obviously his mother's funeral mm-hmm. um, and took all the kids out bowling. Oh, mind you, you know my grandmother had twelve kids. Holy so, moly! And each one of their so kids they rented had out the bowling like, alley. <laughs> exactly. Each one of their kids had like three people, oh. you know, four people or whatever. Squad goals. Uh, four kids. So we go there. And, you know, all the kids are kind of upset, but they don't really know what's going on. Some of them are younger. Some of them are, you know, older. I'm kind of in between. I'm 10. And my uncle's like, you know what? In his head, I can just see it. You know what would be a great idea? Let's get these fucking kids (laughs) hammered. So it was my first experience having a beer, getting drunk, because the wake they did, they didn't want all the kids there for the wake. Only some of them. Yeah, only the ones they didn't beat. Uh, no, they had uh, they had um, separated it so all the adults and the older 
people right wanted to have to their with. respect. Yeah. The, the all I'm sad looking at the dead body, right. fucking weird shit that yeah. you know people do. For um, <laughs> yeah, um, all, all that weird shit. So all the kids were there. So he just got us all drunk. Essentially, I had like one beer. And do you remember what kind? It was a Budweiser. Wow. <laughs> so I was drinking a fucking wet ashtray. <laughs> so, you know, we all, all the kids got drunk and my uncle got in trouble because we're all puking in the bathroom of a freaking, yeah, it was, wow. it, it was insane. What about you guys? Do you guys remember your first alcoholic beverage or the first time that you got drunk? Yes. Yes. Um, you know what it well, was? For me, it was my grandmother, actually. She, oh, she shout was, out to I was, grandma. Like, yeah, I'm like, rest her soul. I love my grandmother. Uh, Catherine was like, hey. How are you feeling? I'm like, I don't feel so good. Here's some SoCo. This will handle it. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, what is that? And she goes, uh, it fixes things. Said, oh, okay. <laughs> sure, Grandma, no problem. And uh, she was like, but only take a thimble. And in my mind, a thimble meant, oh, you mean that glass? <laughs> so you mean that glass? <laughs> you mean that glass? You and I decided glass. to enjoy a delicious, painful, burning sensation in my throat <laughs> because SoCo is not a friendly company. I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you had the lime, that would have been more kid-friendly. Probably, I but I'm allergic to I just, lime. Oh, actually. you are? Yes. I just don't oh, like how you talked about your grandma then said burning sensation in your throat. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the SoCo uh, does change things, bro. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, mine was I need at, an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. Uh, mine was out of my uh, a friend's sweet 16, and then it was vodka. Some guy said, hey, man, you ever have this water? I was like, or no, no, that's what happened. There was these two guys, and one of them came up to the other one. And he goes, hey, man, you got any more of that water? And the guy's like, yeah, man, I got the water. And he pulls out this water bottle. And he's like, Dave, you should try this water. I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, I got the water. Wow. And the I'm like, virginity thing? No, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's water. What's the big deal? He goes, no, try this water. So I chugged <laughs> it, and it was vodka. Oh. And then me and then three other guys, We the, at around this time, I'm going to date myself, the movie The Full Monty came out. Oh, wow. So me and three other guys, we did a, we did a strip thing for the girls, Sweet nice. 16. Sweet. And I wasn't actually drunk, though. <laughs> I got drunk the following Memorial Day. Then I got hammered. I yes. got hammered, hammered. Because oh, I just drank everything. Than, uh, yeah. The next day. <laughs> I, it was, my friend's uh, parents went away, so he had the house home, so, so he just threw a house party, and I drank everything I possibly wow. could. Another fun story about drinking. Um, I had gone out with a, a bunch of my friends at the house party, and they were like, hey, you know, you're a big guy. Why don't you try some of this stuff? And I was like, well, it wasn't marijuana. It was alcohol, obviously. And uh you know, they. I saw them throwing it back. It's like ah, oh, the faces and everything. And then I, I chug it back, and doesn't affect me because mm. uh, you know I was doing SoCo at ten. So who gives a shit? <laughs> I so, was on the SoCo <laughs> as an infant. I was infant. on the SoCo Express, and uh, apparently when I get drunk, instead of you know just kind of lammering around and moving like a zombie, I tend to sprint. <laughs> and my friend who lived and I lived in this town, Mount Vernon, shout out, I love MountVernon.com, um, which is a, a square. I like how you work, you worked in a plug in the middle of that. Well out done. Out of nowhere. Like Pay him, tourism like, board. Pay him. <laughs> uh, so my buddy lived on the other side of town. Mount Vernon is actually four square miles. So he's on one end, I'm on the other. So, you know, d do the math. I know we're not very good at it, but you know, two miles away. So, you know, I'm drunk after a couple of hours of drinking whatever the fuck they had sitting around. And I proceeded to run. Now, keep in mind at this time of my life, I was, wasn't was bad as a sprinter. I can't do the same. Now, I probably could if I was drunk. But, you know, at that point, 
chubby little kid running around. It's not something to see. Figure, <laughs> uh -oh, something's wrong. Is the ice cream truck the other way or something? But I was out. I was drunk and I was running home. And people were like, where where did Pombo go? And I was, so alcohol is <gasps> like your fuel? To yeah, apparently. Like instead of rock, spinach, it's Load alcohol. the spaceship with the rocket <laughs> fuel. Yeah, exactly. Load it with the warriors. Yo. I feel like a warrior. <laughs> for sure. Uh, in the chat, if you are on the Mixler site, there's a chat there. Make sure you sign in. You can let us know what your alcoholic store your first time in. And this is from Brian P. Wait for it. Schmidt of Royal Ramble Radio, which you can catch every Thursday from 7 to 9. He says, my first was in an abandoned warehouse at 1 a.m. with a group of friends, and he drank Schlitz. What? Oh, Schlitz. Yeah. Oh, man. That's old. That is I feel awful. like there's a, also a horror movie setting within that, too. Also, also, I know my friend is out there listening right now, and he wants me to say this. And, and for those of you who have been a fan of the show... In its previous incarnations, you'll get the joke. He wants you to, quote, invest in Blargy Stone. For those of you who get it, invest in Blargy Stone. This is my, my you know, co-host, you know, a guy who I've done radio for years with. He's the king of the non sequitur. He okay. just makes up gibberish words and then, like, turn, turn. So he has these, the stone currency oh. that he's created in his mind. Okay. That he's now trying to pitch to P. It's it, the guy's like, a fucking. Oh, it's he, Bitcoin. Basically, oh, I was going to say Pet it's Rock. Blar, it's Blargy coin. But yes, originally <laughs> it was just a. He was inventing a game where you would just basically bludgeon people with rocks. Oh my God. Then I then can see he why was, it's an abandoned warehouse where you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, want to play a game? <laughs> yeah, I want to play a game. I'm just going to throw rocks at you. I don't, you know, Shan, if you're if you're listening out there and you can go to uh, to his Twitch, you did it, man, on Twitch, or check him out on twitch.tv slash Danny underscore Axel uh, for Danny Axel's all-star gaming. He sits in with Mr. Danny Axel on that. You go tell him that no one's paying $25,000 or whatever the exorbitant price that he invented it's of to, waivers, to throw rocks at because of the waivers. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. You yeah, need you waivers need waiver, so people don't die. I was going to say, it, it sounds like he plays theme. dodgeball for keeps. <laughs> you can dodge it. Truck. You, you can dodge a blarky. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stone currency. That's what people are, are confused. But here's the thing. He's stoner currency, maybe, because uh, he's a man who uh, partakes in the Yarbo, as they call it. I see. He'd have to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what would be a great idea, man? If I we got this rock, right? Oh. <laughs> Start selling that man, shit. Man, rocks are great. Everybody's got them. They don't cost nothing. They're not being controlled by the government. Yeah. You know, I didn't f I didn't figure this out until now. Maybe this Blargy Stone is just crack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think oh. you're trying to reinvent crack. <laughs> it's Blargy Stone. Smoke this, it. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we all call crack in the hood, Blargy Stone. <laughs> Blargy. Well, you didn't know? Hey, hey, you got that Blargy? <laughs> you got any mode at? You've you been out of Brooklyn too long, Steve. You're not down with all the hip lingo. <laughs> oh, hmm, you want a Blarg? <laughs> This <laughs> is scratching your neck and shit. <laughs> Need that. Now what? the 20,000 seems a little more reasonable now. No, yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of yeah. sense. So. so what was your first experience that you can remember with drugs? Like the first one where you were just like, oh, shit, this is weird. Like not maybe necessarily like doing them. Oh, okay, good. But like, you know, your first experience <laughs> is like, oh, uh, what's that shit? Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that was college. well, for people our age, I think it's easy. The record store. The record wow. store, okay. Yeah. The young generation yeah, what is be like, that what's smell? that? But what is that smell? Like you, like it smells I've... like my art teacher's kisses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, everyone glosses over the fact that he just said his art teacher kisses him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. What? Everyone didn't do that. that no, no, that's no. just, just me. But yeah, the oh, record store, leg touching. Because back in the '80s, you could still smoke cigarettes indoors too. Yeah. And so you can camouflage yeah. it a little bit better. 
I mean, just mix it in with the tobacco. Yeah, the, yeah. the people in the record store didn't really camouflage it all that well, but still, like that's that's what record stores all smelled like. Shout out to Philly Blunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about businesses booming. For Every sure. record store I was ever in always smelled like that. Yeah, and a Tower Records, you could really yeah. Tower Records. Yeah. 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 So remember if that? you're old enough, yeah, you remember what the you know. We're, we're all in the same age age range. Yeah, I think I both think of so. you are just slightly older than me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, that doesn't mean you know, I'm not going to die before all of you. My How many trips to the record store did you make? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm about to make one right now. Um, the my first experience that I can rem- that I I can remember, but I didn't understand until later, uh. is I grew up in the projects. So really, yeah, Marlboro Projects right across from LMB wow. in Brooklyn. Oh. You know, living in my grandmother's apartment. It was like a fucking three-bedroom project house with 15 people in it. Wow. When people make that joke about Mexicans and everyone living in, like, one, like, yeah. that stereotype. Yeah. Bro, in, Italians have been there for years. <laughs> all of us were there first. Like, yeah. the Irish, all of us have been. If you've ever Irish. lived in New York, mm-hmm. growing up like that from a poor immigrant family, you've had to share a room. Yeah. <laughs> so my first experience was walking to the elevator and stepping on these, like, plastic things and, oh. and like crunching them on my feet and they were like multicolored with caps they were tubes oh. they're fucking crack I remember vials. that yeah 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 I didn't I, I didn't know what they were and, but I yeah. would just be crunching them like shh, shh. Like it was <laughs> so fun they like having a good time yeah years yeah. later I didn't realize it was like all of these people are smoking crack <laughs> wow Wow. It's a dangerous setting for a young youth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, it was the projects in, yeah, in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. In, in New York. Yeah. So, wow. What about you? What was your first experience so, that you remember with <laughs> illicit drugs? So, like, those little crack files. Now that I'm, like, going back in the brain because it took a second to refresh and uh, restart the program, I remember coming home from elementary school with those little, little vials, and it wasn't too far from our single project tower. Uh, in Mount Vernon, I remember seeing those. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I, you know, I thought it was shells for my Optimus Prime toy. <laughs> so I actually picked them up and started shoving them in the gun, thinking, okay, great, now I can get these things to like shoot and I have like fuel for fucking Optimus Prime because I lost the original pellets. So I was like, nah, this is, this is just as good. This is just as good. And then back to grandma, she's like, what are you doing, that boy? And I was like, oh, oh okay, I'm not supposed to have it, but it's just for Optimus. No, put it down, put it down. Oh, okay. But, you know, in my, my uh, college years, I remember, like, a, there was always a group of people that would wander off into the woods. I'm like, oh, where the fuck are you guys going? And then uh, I was in uh, Purchase and Community College, and there's just surrounded. Westchester is where I grew up, and there's just okay. trees everywhere, not the ones you smoke. There's just just normal shade. trees. Yeah, just normal the trees. trees that the normies yeah. <laughs> deal with. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then my friend's like, come on with us. Come hang out. And I'm like, okay, hang out. And then all of a sudden they're starting rolling stuff and like I have the worst fucking allergies. Uh, later on I figured out it's because it was milk the whole time. But at that time, oh, I'm you're just, one of those. I'm, yeah, I'm allergic to milk, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, me milk. too, man. Could you imagine? No, because oh. I love ice cream. Milk, I like just straight up milk. I don't really think I care, but ice cream. I put, do put I, cookies with that shit. See what happens. You'll be like, I drink, oh my God, I, I drink I soda with milk. I drink soda with cookies. Oh God, wait. No. Okay, that's, that's fucking. I don't weird. dunk them. I just hold up. Right, I don't dunk them. I drink soda with everything. Just fucking dunking them in there. Oreos. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I might try it now. Oh, God. Just don't do it in here while you yak. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Like, I am I think I'm lactose intolerant, but I won't you give up care. cheese. I don't oh, care. No, like, no, I'll shit my gone. brains out. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I am eating. A gr- I had fucking two grilled cheeses at a diner last night with French fries and mozzarella. Oh, my all God. Over the oh, so you're the guy who orders grilled cheese at a diner. Oh. I have I have staples, like diner staples. Because here's That's the thing. Like easy diner food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know anywhere you – you always have a safety food. Like, yeah, just, everywhere you go, straight, you yeah. know they're not going to fuck it up. That, chicken fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, if you uh, eat burgers, a like a good diet, burger. I get it. <laughs> at, at diners, especially ones that you're not familiar with, yeah. you yeah, have safe. to have a backup plan. You yeah. have to know, like, I don't know what the fuck. I not ordering lobster here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, are you fucking ordering oysters at yeah. a new yeah. diner? Yeah, like, yeah, first yeah, of all, gonna, if yeah. you're ordering oysters at a <laughs> diner, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. What happened, happened to Billy? Like, he's dead now. <laughs> I Damn just justify ordering or paying for a grilled cheese. It's so simple. It's like, I really Went out and paid someone to do this. Yes, it's, I can't. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, I get like, where you're coming from because they have a different cheese than you have at home. I'm no, trust, they don't. trust me. No, it's no, no, no. plastic. It's, I don't care that no, it's, it's plastic. government cheese. It's that fucking brick, and they cut it up, oh, and it's so just that's so, why I love it so good. Much. Yeah, childhood. Yeah, my childhood <laughs> DNA is like mm, mm, this is we was poor. Yeah, another crack discovery. Another crack discovery. Blargy stone and government cheese. It's all the same. It's a conspiracy. Totally. Somewhere fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce are throwing up the Illuminati sign. <laughs> no, they're don't, it out. don't kill us. Yeah, right? Don't kill oh, us. Fuck. We are not Illuminati. I used to run into Jay-Z all the time in my old office. Oh, just uh, okay, way, casually dropping J- that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was, I'm on a, what's up, man? Basis oh, with Jay-Z. Yeah. Don't oh, just you mean Sean, my buddy? <laughs> no, not my buddy. Like, you just flopped your cock on the table. <laughs> I was like, like oh, you know, no big whoop. I no just hang whoop. out with fucking Jay-Z. <laughs> I don't yeah. hang out with him. Yeah, he told me, take a turn on Beyonce. It's cool. I don't mind. You just get biscottis. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> why I went with biscottis. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> no, he was the original dunker of Oreos and Coca-Cola. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's where then you Then he upgraded to Cristal. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. so is that your version of of eating a Snickers with a knife and fork? Yeah. Like the Seinfeld episode? <laughs> no, just because I drink soda with everything. Like, it's like I just – it's I almost always have one. And are, so. you, are you – Diabetic? Are you? St- no, no. <laughs> he's not yet, but he will be. Just wait. There's Soon more. his foot is gonna fall off. Uh, shout out to Patrice Oviedo. Oh. Too soon. He's been dead for how long? And he would. He would love that joke. He would love that joke, and you know it. Is that a call coming in? Is it Patrice? <laughs> with my grandfather. It's my. It's my grand. They're lining up. No, if you knew my grandfather, he wouldn't associate with one, oh. one of those, as he would put it. What up, comedians? <laughs> following so are you so soda wise i yeah. know there are camps like everyone has a soda camp for the most part yeah. there are very few people who are like indifferent about the war oh. between pepsi and coke but those are those people i don't drink soda really who i hate well fuck them they're not humans right. like, you know <laughs> right okay. uh, I, I drink almond water i drink yeah. seltzer water I drink Wisp of Lavender. <laughs> I, I drink the water runoff of lettuce. <laughs> coconut essence. <laughs> coconut. The essence, essence of coconut. Oh, yeah. Essence. Uh, can I get some uh, essence of coconut? And here's the thing. For all I know, these are actual real beverages. They I'm like making fun of them. But for all, yeah, yeah, for all I know, these are real. They're yeah. going to sell it. Yeah. yeah, essence the, of coconut. The Jay Z's. Or, or you know, well, what, you, I you, hate beverages that are named after like emotions, like joy. <laughs> 
That's a dishwashing detergent, not a beverage. You're not supposed to drink it, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking Tide, Tide Pods. pods. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm mean, just saying, have you ever gone to any of the supermarkets and, and seen drank the name? Joy? No, oh, see the names gosh. of some of these new, like... Simple. Like, I don't want to call them micro-brews because that's beer, but, like, locally made... Hal Seltzer. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so. Oh my! Oh, all the Seltzer. Seltzer. I'm just. I'm just the guy who just goes and. Grabs I don't it. drink them, but yeah. if you read the labels of the names of some of the things that they call beverages now, I'm. I'm just not looking like good if I'm, for you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> you're in there reading. Yeah, I'm over here like this well, no, is you know, two dollars and this is a dollar. Well, you want to know? Well, yeah, I'm Al reading the price. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, reading what's on it. It's like. Uh, to, to, to tie it back to the boy, to wrestling on the boys, it's like where I learn a lot of the dietary stuff is actually from wrestlers because they all like nowadays tons of nutritional stuff. They tell me about like you know oh I do this to cut down blah 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 and I'm like okay I'm not gonna do any of it but they <laughs> you know they want to tell you about their diet or I've cut out I've cut out this I'm on the keto diet or the oh. caveman diet or whatever you know the keto diet side effect is stinky crotch I don't even know what that is stinky crotch stinky crotch stinky crotch it, it has a, an effect on the vulva for young ladies and it makes Jesus. it smell quite weird. Just what? young ladies, not old ladies. If you're old, well, you, I think if you're I'm, old, you're already. It smells fun. anyway. Yeah. I just kind of looped all the ladies into young because I'm sure they'd appreciate it. It's just ah, there you go. Yeah. So you're laying the groundwork for <laughs> fictional women who are. Li- you think any uh, women have, are, are still listening to this? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, they've on. all checked yeah, out. My women love listening. wrestling stuff. <laughs> talking about wrestling. Not even that. I mean, dead Greg crack vials, <laughs> blargy stones, and dead grandfathers who uh, beat no, you. Women love that shit. Dude. Oh, they love it. Yeah. It's turning them on. Yeah, it's 2019. Get woke, there, Steve. All right. <laughs> Woke. Stop. Get woke. Buzzword. Yeah. But you you, you yeah, didn't answer my question. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What was the original question? What's your soda of choice? Bro? Yeah, are you like Oh Coca-Cola you, all the way. There's so you're wow. a steadfast guy. Even wow. in that Coca-Cola machine that has uh, like 142 like different varieties that you could pick or whatever. OG I'm, Coke? Yeah. I may occasionally do cherry sprite, but outside of that, it's just Coca-Cola all the way. All right. And guys. I actually don't like those machines because the Coke doesn't taste the same. Okay. So okay, but wow. if you're in a house that doesn't have Coke. And just Pepsi, will you just refuse to drink it? I'll probably go with the whatever root beer brand is in the Pepsi machine because I don't remember that. No, 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 no. You no, go to a, a friend's house. Oh, a person's house. Okay. And oh. all they have is Pepsi. Jeez. I, I have gone with just like water. <laughs> all right. All right. You're welcome at my house anytime because we, we're getting rid of the, the bubblies. We getting have rid seltzer of, yeah. and flat water. So, uh. Dude, I, I don't get people <laughs> who don't drink tap. Like, I'm a Coke guy yeah. like i i because i like that shameful burning of no, acid yes. that, that, that but you, it's cleaning out i want yeah, yeah i don't know what Battery it's cleaning acid. out but <laughs> it's cleaning out something um but i don't get people who are just like oh man yeah i, I can't drink pepsi it's just flat coke yeah yeah totally with citric no, acid tastes completely different it's just flat coke nope. tastes completely different what? i mean i have drank the it. borax there's no borax in yeah. fucking pepsi <laughs> that's right <laughs> there's no x7 Okay. Uh, there's no X7. That's, there's no phosphoric acid for Pepsi. Yeah. No, Pepsi just uh, it's it's well it's sweeter and that's yeah. you know I'm not a big the biggest fan of that so I don't know. Uh, I I have like at the you know usually at a diner where you say you know just give me a Coke and they'll give you a Pepsi. Uh, like I've had it where they sw- they swapped that out on me. You know they spit it out. Like, you did this to me. <laughs> no, I, I, you I, I, throw I, the glass at her. Get me a new one, whore. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've drank I've drank the Pepsi. However, I will admit that I feel bad, so I go home and drink Coke and say, "Baby, I was thinking about you the whole time." Oh wow! <laughs> you minimum wage bitch, get me a new one. <laughs> I just picture Dave yeah, freaking out. Yeah, I could out. totally see that. Uh, I I I know this. I know this is not Coca Cola. Uh, 
man. <laughs> Please remedy this now. He's just that. That's his that's trigger. Yeah, yeah. No, like he he becomes like fucking the dude from American Psycho. He just starts oh. murdering waitresses. <laughs> well, they had to know. Oh wow! Oh, wow! wow. wow. Okay. So that's what they happened. had to learn. They had to learn. That's oh. what happened. All those women. Oh, yeah. poor Janice. Uh, <laughs> poor Chad. <laughs> Maybe if they served Coke instead of Pepsi, they could have dodged that Blorgy stone. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I think there's like seven waitresses' names, and they all just rotate. Yeah, like there's Flo. A, there's always a Diane. Yeah, there's always a Janice. There's always a Janice. Yeah. There's a, always a Cheryl. Yes, yes, absolutely. There's a, there's a uh, Cheryl at the Heritage Kathy. Diner. <laughs> I missed that place. I think there's two at the Lindhurst Diner. <laughs> Shout outs to them, yeah, I, totally. I guess. Uh, from the chat, uh, quote, invest in mother frickin' Blargy Stone. Oh, my God. Okay, see, see, he's getting investors now. Hey, oh, hey, wow. you're the one who's pushing it, all right? I'm not pushing it. <laughs> hey, I don't know. You're giving them some plugs, all right? You're <laughs> perpetuating this. There's going to be dead children. There's going to be dead children. The insurance will cover it. Uh, Pepsi tastes great when it's cold and fresh. No, it does not. Also, oh. Barks Root Beer. Yeah, oh, there yeah, you go. Like yeah, that's yeah. Is, yeah. I've, you know, yeah, when you go to a place and they have and they say we only have Pepsi, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah but root beer? nothing is worse than fucking warm flat root beer. Oh, like, that's no like th- medicine. I would, yeah, I would <laughs> rather drink my own warm piss. Oh, wow. than drink that. Yeah. Well, if it's you don't gross. have enough root beer, then you're not going to be able to drink that. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of warm piss, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Grapple Talker. That's Grapple Talker on Instagram and Twitter. I believe it is at Dave Lee Wrestles on Twitter. Dave Lee Wrestle. Dave Lee Wrestle. No, and and, and I'm to be seen dot com or to be seen com. It's the number two B E S C E N E. Wow. To be like a movie scene. You couldn't make that any fucking easier for people. All the other ones were taken. Oh, the other ones were taken. It was a fucking home decor. To be seen. Get your get your trees and your tables. I was like, really, motherfucker? Really? Well, what am I supposed to do? But I was like, well, since I film people, scene makes sense, right? Scene. So okay, well, how did you how did you get into filming? Was that something that you? So a buddy of mine was having a hard time getting gigs. He was a uh, Frank Sinatra cover singer, and there was this dude. That okay, was just... <laughs> start again. <laughs> oh, Frank because that glazes sounded over more. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. so uh, yeah. Old blue eyes. Old okay. blue eyes. He had blue eyes as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So In his hand. No, no, <laughs> no Dave. Oh. Blue balls, but uh. <laughs> yeah. So well, buddy... he's not doing his job right. <laughs> Regrets. <laughs> I've had a few. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this buddy of mine was getting beat out by a, a, a group, a, a Rat Pack group, and all okay. of, like, a local casino, Yonkers Empire, a couple places, nursing home circuit, just getting beat out constantly. And I said, hey, do you have any, like, demo stuff? And he goes, well, I got headshots. And I'm like, well, you know, in order for people to see what you do, you got to be on YouTube. And he's like, what's that? I was, like, <laughs> oh. I was like, dude, you're really taking this Frank Sinatra thing way too when far. Was the, when was this? This is in 2000. This was in 1874. <laughs> Holy jeez. Yeah, 2011, I'd say. So we I started out there with him and another buddy, Kyle, who's just very animated. I said, hey, people should see you. So we started talking about like movie trailers and shit right. like that. And um, I just can't believe it was 2011. You didn't know what YouTube was. Yeah, well, he's one of those. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. No, YouTube, <laughs> yeah, right, buddy. Exactly. YouTube. I think he thought That's it was just a, crazy to me. I think he thought it was a catheter, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Dan wasn't getting any love. So I said, hey, you know, let me film you. Now, back then, you guys ever heard of Pantax? No. 
Pantax? Pantax. That sounds like a fucking tampon of some kind. <laughs> right. right. Ready for your flow. No. So a fucking... <laughs> you just came up with a jingle for it? Okay. <laughs> That's how my mind works. So fucking Dan uh, Visconti had a had no love. So I said, hey, let me get this old Pantax camera. And I'll just record you and we'll put it on. And he said, well, what about the background music? And I was like, uh... So I have a speaker in my car and I guess we could just play it really loud and then you could sing over it and it'll work. And that's how the first video went. And then nobody saw that. So I was like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> I said, all right, let's do this again. So we, we actually got a stage and we uh, used a local church that he uh, frequented uh, to pray to Jesus. And so I started to film him and actually took off. So I came up with a name since he was from Austin, New York. I called him O-Town. From where? Austin, New York. Austin. Austin. Who fucking names these places? <laughs> Dutch. Ah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> it's a Dutch. new Amsterdam town that just went hidden. Damn, yeah. damn clog people. Yeah. So, yeah. So Danny yeah, he said, hey, you know what? Since you're a Frank Sinatra cover singer and you're from, you know, not Orlando, but Austin, which is also an O-Town, let's call you O-Town Frank. And he was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then his mom was like, that's awful. <laughs> it stinks and I don't like it. Why didn't she like it? Huh? Why didn't she like it? I have no idea. To this day, he never told me. He's, but he was like very adamant about not liking it. And I Does said, she well, not why? like the bando town? Because that I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what the what the beef was. Maybe she just didn't like the town because she subsequently moved out of fucking oh. Austin. So maybe it was just a hate. My taxes went up. Fuck this town. So uh, so Danny was like, yeah, no, I can't have it. It's like, well, what do you think? Well, I was all right with it. And then my mom said, and I'm like, well, what do you think? Why do you have to go by just your mom? And he was like, no, it's got to be this way. Because like, <laughs> right. she will beat me. <laughs> what did she <laughs> want him to be called? Uh, they just went by his last name. We had like a contest and like 20 people entered. I gave away some T-shirts. Oh, cool. Yeah, back when my site was actually doing well. So he once he got on and <laughs> not like now, jeez, man, put yourself. Don't say that. Yeah, he no, puts I over mean, everything from Mount Vernon, <laughs> right? You know, he's putting over Oswego or whatever the fuck New York Austin, he was saying. Austin, 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 yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah, so Will Osprey, New York. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean it, it did well because there was nine thousand billion people on it. Uh, I think they. When Psy came out with Gundam style, it was, like, very hard for me to get views. It's oh, like, yeah. Like, what happened? I was going from, like, Dan would put out a video and be, like, 2,000 views. Yeah. Because it was a Frank Sinatra cover. And then Psy uh, came out and it was, like, 10. It's like, oh, let's get the little Asian guy that dances. Yeah. Like, and then he ruined the curve. Yeah. That was crazy. I used to make money off of yeah, Google yeah. ads. I was doing... Shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would suggest that you talk better about your stuff, Please. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm like, oh, here's a high quality guest. He's sitting here, you know. He's fucking co-hosting today. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm not really doing, making any money off this shit. I'm just really want to fucking go down to the docks and you know, yeah, jump strap, in. strap blargy stones to my feet and just fucking jump in. It's like he actually took crack when we were talking about it. Now he's on the downer phase right now. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. I just so want to apologize. Back, back. I just want to apologize to everyone that with the phone lines not working. Unfortunately, today we're not going to be able to get to Lee Mandon or uh, fucking. The other why guy. am I spacing? Uh, Paul Liatzis. Sorry, Paul. Mr. Bridgeside himself. But make sure you guys go follow Capital Wrestling and check them out. Uh, it helps me. It helps them. Uh, I will get that interview with both of these gentlemen next week. So we will be here every Friday. 
from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Originally, I said 2 p.m. because I can't count math. That's like freaking three hours. Like, no way. I, I used to marathon. Do, I used to do three hours five days a week. Wow. Is that sex? What? <laughs> well, it, it, felt, it felt like it. But when I was doing this, uh, I, I built my own station, as some of you listening out there uh, know. Um, had multiple shows that you know ran through me. Mm-hmm. Was producing multiple shows and had my own platform. Wow, Much ran through you. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was putting sex yes. to all that. I would. Know. I would say it was diarrhea radio for <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, you know, over the course of three years, uh, you know, built all that shit up. So as some of you know. I lost my train of thought there. What the fuck was I talking about? Look, you guys got you, me off on a tangent. Ran through you. Yeah, they ran through you. Remember? No, yeah. oh, don't. You're building. I was your, going your somewhere. You know, your radio. I was going somewhere. And, until you and did the that. other guys ran through you. you yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. We're gonna t- we're gonna twit twake. We're gonna take a quick break. But when we come back, oh, uh, we might get into some pro wrestling if you guys want to. Uh, yeah. Again, I want to apologize for the phone lines not working. But if you're in the chat. Uh, make sure you drop any comments you have. I want to make sure that I will get those interviews for you guys next week. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll be here every single Friday. Thank you to Dave Lee for being here and uh, Joe Pombo. They will be back with me. We'll talk a little bit of pro wrestling. If you have any questions about pro wrestling, this show is kind of going to be an amalgam like what you've heard. Just you know, people having conversations, telling life experiences, their stories. If you have something... Uh, that you guys want to talk about. Once the phone lines are actually fucking working in this place, uh, you can call in. It'll be 609-910-0687. So put that in your goddamn phone book and smoke it. We'll be right back. They're trying to cage me, but I 
something blown into <laughs> softly I guess I don't, I don't know I'm an adult folks I swear <laughs> I swear I'm an adult who knows what these sexual terms mean and he's not just throwing them in <laughs> yeah babies. I guess babies <laughs> uh, so yeah we're, we're talking labia <laughs> I'm here talking with uh, with Dave Lee of Dave's no- Dave Knows Wrestling on YouTube. Make sure you guys go there and check it out. Also, Dave Knows Comics on YouTube. So if you're a comic book fan, go check that out as well. But speaking of comics as well, yeah. Mr. Yes. Joe Pombo of To Be Seen has comic conversation nice. with our good friend uh, Brandon Lewis. Our hero. Our, <laughs> our wayward hero. Yes. Or we would hear so go to tobeseen.com and check that out. I believe it's what every Tuesday, every Monday, every actually. Monday now. Every okay, Monday, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I got I, mean, I have mean, so much stuff going on on Mondays. Uh, yeah, between. your Monday's booked. My Monday is <laughs> booked. Uh, you, guys, you guys can come by Tuesday, it's fine. I've got <laughs> it'll yeah, be there, just, it'll still be there. Yeah, we're, not, still be there. we're not going anywhere. Just uh, Apparently, according to Joe, no one's going. So <laughs> no, people are going go there. People are going. There. A nice thousand hits. There you go, well, you know, yeah. thousand hits a crack. Yeah, uh, yeah. My Monday is always busy if you want to catch what i'm up to capital wrestling every monday night 6 p.m on fight tv brooklyn versus every monday night at 7 p.m on GoBridgeSide.com, which is a sports game show uh kind of like around the horn meets pti if you guys are sports fans and you understand that go check it out where the best argument wins and right now your boy uh i believe is in first place right now i'm averaging about nice. 31 points a game so we, we do it like you know aggregate score gotcha. i'm fucking killing the game and also creatively speaking my podcast where i sit down with creatives uh you know artists musicians you name it is relaunching the old episodes debut on Monday on iTunes, and every Monday after that at 7 a.m., we're getting back into it. So the swing of things. 7 a.m. at launch. There's wow. a 7 a.m.? Cool. Yeah. Yes, it's right after 6 a.m. I oh, whoa. There's a 6 a.m. now? There is. Yeah. Yeah. This math. That's what I hear. That's when I get my bagels. Yeah. <laughs> bagels and crack. All right. So let, let's go to the chat and see if we got any questions. All right. Uh See, you got to put these things in the form. All right, you know, normally <laughs> Is I, this I like Jeopardy. <laughs> you know, when you ask for questions, Hopefully. or you say, 
and they don't give you it in a question. They just state things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're just stating something. You're asking, you're answering your own question by not answering the question. You're just saying things. <laughs> Ask a question, perhaps using a question mark. That helps. That, that helps, I that hear. That helps a lot. So Punctuation is key. We just got over SummerSlam oh, weekend and yeah. SummerSlam in general, rolling into Monday Night Raw, rolling into Tuesday Night SmackDown. Uh, first off, I was in Nashville. We ran against, technically, uh, SummerSlam. So A our, our bit, show yeah. was on the 11th, but it was early, you know, right. 4 p.m. bell time. We were out there. Um, but still, you know, everyone was having fun. After the show, we went back. We grabbed, you know, beers and everyone. Um, just imagine an, an entire wrestling company in a That's hotel awesome. lobby eating chicken wings and drinking <laughs> beer and smoking cigars. Which, that was my favorite part of the entire Nashville hot entire, chicken. entire weekend. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Until, I, though I have not gone past Pennsylvania in the United States. <laughs> Jeez. I geez. do know of the frequent foods of other states, and that's living that vicariously. Sure. Yeah, I do. I do. Thank you, Instagram. <laughs> 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 uh, but we. Did, I didn't get a chance to watch SummerSlam. Oh, you did. Oh, un- unfortunately, until after. So oh, okay. I, I, I wound okay. up watching it after. I did. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts of the weekend? Did you guys watch it live? I know uh, Big Triss from Royal Ramble Radio was there. went there yeah. live. Uh, shout out to him. I was on their uh, program last night, and which you can catch every Thursday night from 7 to 9 p.m. on Twitch, on YouTube, right here on Mixler, and on RoyalRambleRadio.com. See, you gotta you got to throw the plugs out there. You're good at so it. So you guys watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did like you. I watched it. It's funny, like uh, two weeks ago, because I was on the show with Tristan and Brian Schmidt. I was actually, me and Tristan actually went to White Castle and we, afterwards, and we were oh. talking about it. And I, I regret the White Castle part. Oh of the yeah, decision, but every yeah, time. That's, that's Why? What it, it goes through me like. See, I don't eat the burgers. I eat the chicken. Oh. And it never, I never have that's an issue. Wh- you, you usually don't go to White Castle with chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're that guy. <laughs> well, you're I don't, that guy. Hey, I like white here's, here, here's the thing. I don't eat red meat or pork. I oh, have it. In, I have it in wow. a long time. It's really good for you. What? Yeah, exactly. It's I don't smart. Eat red meat no, or pork. It's, it's so good. For I have it in probably about 15, 20 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. I, so I eat. I gotta uh, get better at this. I, I eat uh, po- poultry and seafood. Yeah, so I love seafood. That's all I eat. So White Castle. You're a strange guy. I am a strange guy. You're just now noticing this. That's it. That's where I draw the line. I can't. I, I shouldn't be doing the meats myself. My doctor's told me he shouldn't do the meats. Yeah. And I said, Well, he'll Ooh. have diabetes, and you'll have the gout. <laughs> the gout. <laughs> the rich man's problem. The rich man's problem. <laughs> even though I'm far from. I'm just making him stronger, stuck than that. That's all. <laughs> yeah, he's drinking coke at, like it's water. I mean, as he right. gets scurvy. <laughs> it's just your body fighting back and involving, making you better. <laughs> You're involved. Dave's involved, and he's you? evolving. Yeah, scurvy. Scurvy just scurvy. means you have stronger gums. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, a fucking Pokemon? Wow. Got but anyway, you watch. Oh, yeah. Summer yeah, we saw yeah, Summer Slam. Yeah, yeah, great. All right, so the standout for me, obviously, is Bray Wyatt. I love that creepy stuff. He reminds me a lot of the character on 2BScene.com. Plug again. Uh, nice. Founder. Uh, founder, yeah. Founder yeah, voice. Sure. The mask, the creepiness, the aura. But Founder's a little bit more, like, friendly and creepy than Bray. Bray's new persona is just so creepy. I think they did a really great job you to build up. Uh, did you know he actually had a promo in 2015 where he described the fiend perfectly? Like this was oh. not new. This yeah, was, this is something that has been yeah, sort actually, of layered and Brandon planned. Brandon told me that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, a lot so of really cool stuff. Of Easter stuff, eggs. Yeah, throughout, yeah, throughout his promo. So all the times where he was gibbering his 
jibber jabbering his nonsense, and everyone was kind of tuning it out. Turns out he was trying to tell you something. Yeah, he was. He was out. not Ultimate Warrior. He was not crushing <laughs> Oreos in his hand and <laughs> sniffing ah, it. Oh, You've heard well, that I've story, heard that yeah. story. Instead of soda, he put it in, threw it out. Yeah, he, yeah, would, he just he crushed would it, crush smelled it, it smell it, throw it away. It away. So wild. <laughs> Fool, eat the Oreo. You should have dunked it in soda. You're missing out the bubbly. Exactly. Um, yeah, my thoughts on the Bray Wyatt character is perfectly executed. Like, yeah. it's, uh, I don't like the narrative that Bray Wyatt is the only person who had a hand in it, because I don't think that that's true. I, I think that he has the majority of the creative influence on it. But to think that anything would go on TV in a major multi-billion dollar company without someone saying something about something is naive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, stop that. please get over yourself because that shit has to be approved yeah yeah so obviously it had to go through something no one just was like let's not notice what this guy's doing every single week right you know but Mm -hmm. it's it's worked out i like the fact they picked the right opponent i think yeah because you have that demon persona the duality no no, that's that's what i'm worried or the guy on vacation i don't want him to come back and do that i I want him to just go away for a while but see that's 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 my issue i feel that this unfortunately sets that it's gonna that eventually you're gonna get the demon versus the fiend. And yeah, eventually. It has to be, yeah. I don't think you need to. I don't a think that. I, I don't hope think it's a year from now. Wow. I, I hope it never happens. I wow. would prefer it if it didn't Ouch. happen, but it's Ooh. going to happen at some point. It's just. An, but that's why the, I wouldn't made it fit in the first the place. The natural fit. Yeah. I, yeah. I also don't really. Well, I like both both uh, wrestlers a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't really like the two of them together. I don't think they have the best chemistry, personally speaking. I think that match was great. Yeah, well, that, I was just going to say match that was match was, supposed was to be, really good. No, but that match was supposed to be what it was. It was yeah. just a, it was mostly a squash match. And it was executed perfectly. Yeah. But yeah. let's go back to the last time those two met. Wasn't great. Then that's the thing. If it's on an equal footing contest, if we get the Demon versus the Fiend, that's going to be equal footing. Mm-hmm. And Allegedly. 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 But it's not, well, I don't think it's going to be a squash. It's going to be more of a competitive match. And if that's the case, I don't, when they're both going at it full blown, I don't really like what they do. The squash of Finn was supposed to happen. So under that context, it's fine. But if you make them have a competitive match, I don't love the way those two interact, personally. Mm. Just my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, well, if you were to choose an opponent in place in his stead, who would it have been? Well, for the Fiend, see, here's the question I have. I think they're making him a heel but I don't think he is he is he here's is, the thing he yeah, is a heel say. but it's executed so that's the problem with pro wrestling now or at least fans and and once you blur the line of, of yeah. real you respect the the man behind it and what it's taken for him to get to this point and it's so cool that people are seeing something fresh it's you know the product's been so stale for so long that they're looking for something to cheer. So it's impossible to be a really good heel, I think. And that new theme that, is just like oh, it's great. Yeah, and it's and great. See, but because <gasps> the people I would like to see him go against or squash immediately would have been a bunch of heels. Like I would have liked it if it was Dolph. I would have liked it if it was Shane. I would have liked it if it was Elias. I would have liked you know. But there's, I don't think there's enough meat there. 
because I think what they're trying to do is make him the boogeyman, like yeah. the actual but, uh, boogeyman, uh, 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 yeah, 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 not, not, the, not the worm eater. Yeah. Exactly. So I, th- I, I, I honestly, think you start small. I think you escalate big. I think Finn was a, is a little bit too high on the totem pole for your first run out. But you had to go on vacation. You have to. You know, I understand you. They not need just to write that. him off TV. You yeah. have to start hot. Honestly, I would have. I would have yeah, had him do it to Cena. Right. Immediately. Okay, that's not bad. I would have taken that. I would have taken that for sure. Because that's the guy who's connected to children. My thing is connected to children. Uh, yeah, phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. Yeah, it's not a Chinese finger trap. Relax, <laughs> guys. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's the one that's most associated with the child movement yeah. in the, wrestling. The what PG people hated. Movement, yeah. What people, what, but what children gravitate towards. Exactly. So, uh, their Superman. Rey Mysterio. He doesn't yeah, have enough clout anymore. Yeah. I don't think Cena does anymore either. He's never he, there. But he still has more of a name value Correct. than Rey Mysterio and, to, and, to and he's branching more out. And because he's branching out, it's a wider reach. He's over. more known. I think that that would have probably been the guy. Originally, I was I, like, all right, the, the, the who the done it with Roman, had it not been so based in reality, mm. I would have liked to see them do that over weeks with him. That would have been like, cool. Like a little that, creepy thing here. Yeah. Like, like little sprinkles over weeks. Like when that time. big thing fell down instead of having Ronan have that little like. Yeah, because you don't need. Funhouse thing. Didn't, they didn't uh, need puppet. to bring Bray in no. this soon. Had they had enough of those. Right. I think, they timed I, th- I think it worked out well, but they didn't need to rush it. And yeah. I, I think they were just on the cusp of rushing it. See, right. I don't feel they were rushed. Like the Firefly Funhouse things had eked out over the course of a couple of months. Like, they could have kept going with that. I think creepy. the timing was right. I think, the, I think I hope this was the moment to pull the trigger. And I, don't, I, I wouldn't like the idea of the attacker being involved with Roman because it's the same thing why I think it can't be Joe and it shouldn't be, like, it shouldn't be several other people. It's too... Under, it's too underhanded. It's like, why would the fiend sneakily play traps on Roman? You know, what they're doing with him, where he just shows up, beats the crap out of McFoley, beats up Kurt Angle, which that's I love exactly, too. Yeah, that's what you, he needs to be. He needs to be an in-your-face heel. He can't be a in the, lurking in the shadow secret heel. I it's, disagree. It's he like can... the Undertaker was never that guy. Undertaker. Undertaker yeah, he might possess Josh Matthews, but he's not <laughs> going to set traps for you. But he sent messages. He sure did. You no, he, messages, he did. But traps. He, he, you know, he would do stuff like that. He would use Jake the, the intimidation. No, yeah. no, but there's a difference between setting an intimidation versus an attack, a, a secret, a, a not-in-your-face cowardly attack. And that's what pushing the – that's what hitting you with a car is. All right? You, you know, that's what pushing the scaffolding is on What you. do you think the plan is for WrestleMania? Do you think it's Taker Bray? I think no, it, for no, me, I, I think if you're going, if Taker's finally, already, and I, uh, if Taker's finally yeah, going to retire, oh, I just give it up on that. Yeah, that, that you, will never happen. Well, as long as that Saudi, money yeah, that I was going to say that Saudi money. And gonna you know what, that, yeah. Taker, I don't blame you. Nope. make your money. You deserve it. If you wanna, we want Undertaker, <laughs> if you want to go out there in a wheelchair and freaking <laughs> sit up, like have a nurse lift <laughs> your chair to get a higher lift, we get a Bernie's. I'm with it. I'm with it because the wrestling business is about making money, and if you're not trying to make money, get out of the damn business I, so I can get in. I swear, after the three count on Goldberg, I saw him muttering, "If I didn't like money so much, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. like hey, you man. could almost see it in his face." I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see him freaking give that check back, so no, he was just no. fine. I just the the only thing I want them to do is make sure that they really give this a wide berth with Bray because. 
I don't want them to do like they did at Ascension, which I feel like they're going to do oh. to the, the Viking progression or whatever. Yeah, the that, Viking that, Raider They're squashing experience. just ham and eggers that we've never – like they have Dave and me going in and some fucking tights going, all right, now you're going to fight the Viking Raiders. Like, yeah. oh, boy. I, my, like, I really do like the whole Bray Wyatt gimmick. I do like the idea, and it's very creative. The only issue I have is I don't know if it has legs. I don't know how long this is going to last. And I know you don't think about wrestling in those terms. If you have something hot that's a good idea, you go with it. You, but you I, ride it, yeah. I can't picture five years from now him still doing Firefly Funhouse. I can't well, here's Nobody could I, predict The Undertaker still doing that shit. No, here, here's yeah. the thing. I think that's that stands. Like, from right away, that's a gimmick that... He's setting himself up for success, though, if you yeah. think oh, about it. Oh, I'm not saying that he's because, not. No, Again, but I here, like it. But here's why. And to, like, he doesn't have to be the fiend all the time. Right. He can go into... Because I what if I'm understanding what they're trying to do correctly, the Firefly Funhouse is his head. Yeah. He's in his right. brain. Each one of those characters, you know, Abby the Witch, that's the world eater. Yeah. Mercy is, you know, his original NXT run. Oh. So he can bounce between, kind of like the way Matt Hardy was doing that. Delete. Sure. So he can go between oh. those where it's needed, the split personality yeah. thing. So it kind of keeps it fresh where he can just kind of be that guy who rotates around his own personalities. Oh, yeah. but uh, two things. One, yes, Matt Hardy, I actually would have liked it if Matt Hardy was on the chopping block because he ain't he, doing nothing with Matt right now. I think eventually that might happen, but again, you don't but know how much. It's a good much... way to bookend the story, though. Yeah. yeah. Between the last. I think he's going to go after all of them. Yeah. Everybody. Little by little, the yeah, guys who he dumb. has issues Except with. Except Dean. <laughs> no. Uh, and but Finn will be back at WrestleMania. Yeah, and they'll probably. Or he'll win that. the you know the Rumble. You know the oh, fiend will the fiend will win. Right. The likely SmackDown, even though I think staying on the the red brand is probably the best yeah. for right. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have Finn win the Rumble, and then they they have that oh, as the Mania match. What really? That's that's my theory. Where I think that they're going to go is oh, that Bray's what I want? I don't think Bray's winning the belt. I think he is. I think he will. He's going to need. I don't to. think he needs to. No, I think he does. I, I I think they they should keep him away from it, but I think that that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to see something that's hot. They're going to see something that's merchandisable. They're going to see things. They're making a ton of those masks. It's, it's, they they're already, the, they're they're already sold, sold out. out. They're on the, the second same, round of It's them. the same yeah. thing. Kane and The Undertaker, just look at them. They didn't really get the belt. Like Undertaker, he got the belt very, very briefly at first. Kane got the belt very, very briefly at first. Oh, and one on Sunday, Bray, lose on I Monday. Think, I think The Fiend is going to get that rub. I don't. I, they they uh, I tend to not be. give the title to monstery people. So, like, if he stays on Raw, you can see him taking down Seth Rollins. Or on SmackDown, you think he's going to... Take uh, out Kofi? Yeah, you think he's going to take out Kofi? Um, I could see Don't it. get me wrong. Oh, I, New Day Funhouse? That, that would, would be surprising, but I, I, I just don't, I don't see it happening. <laughs> I could see Baby! Him, I, could, I could see him taking out Seth. Although I, th- I think the the natural progression would be Braun and the Fiend. You say you're the monster among men. There's a tie in uh, there. I uh, think that's, yeah, that's clever. I also want to remind it if it was Brock to some degree. If that's how they wrote wrote Brock off a of TV for a little. You while. just want to get rid of rid of Brock. He's just meanwhile, gone. Well, he's gone anyway. Meanwhile, that match was fantastic. And anybody who doesn't think that that SummerSlam match was fantastic... Seth Brock? Yeah, just... just really really good. Good. You just, want, you just no. want to not no, like No, my it. issue... No, that's not my issue. I mean, my issue... Because the same thing. The Daniel Bryan match that Seth... Uh, that uh, Brock had with Daniel Bryan. It's pretty good. Or Finn Balor or AJ. Yeah, they're all... Like, you know, Brock does... Is capable of good matches. I liked him in Once Upon a Time when he was young... But that's not my issue with him. My point is, my issue with him has always been he's a money vacuum. He costs you way more than what you get out of him. And and if, and it's the same thing that I would say for a plethora of people, if 
Bray the Fiend took down Brock Lesnar because no one really conquered the Beast. Has any since he's become the Beast since WrestleMania 30? Nobody has. Yeah, people have beaten him. I mean, Seth. They've they've no, made I mean, it that conquered. he's doing. I mean. You know, I mean, he's the only that. guy who's beaten him twice for right. a title, and in that fashion. Yeah. I mean, uh, so well, go, go, I mean, Goldberg beat him twice. Not for the title, but It doesn't count. But I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> nobody has dominated. If, and I don't think they needed to do this early, but if Bray dominated Brock, uh, how does that not build his stock up higher? Brock is True. never going to be dominated. But I was going to say, he's probably got a clause in his contract. Well, it's just <laughs> one of those things where... You're you're not gaining anything by having someone dominate him. See, I think you are. You not not With yet. With all that you've built up for Brock over the past several years, not yet, because you still got years left where he's healthy and viable to do the thing that he's doing. I think five. Yeah, you know, I, give don't, it, I don't know how many more years he's got. He's in his forties, man. Give, no. Yeah, but he's but he? he the kind of athlete that he is. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, saying? A guy who's used to taking his body and only knows how to do. Physical combat sports. You I'm know, just saying after five years, I think he's got five a, or ten. He's yeah. got no. I'm sorry, I mean, after five yeah, years, yeah, of, forty-two. Five years shit. of dominance. I think he's got enough stock that he could give the rub to someone in a major way. And I, I don't also, think it's happening for another five years, though. Is what I'm saying. I think it'll happen sooner than that. And then the other part was, you know, same thing like with SummerSlam, Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but do you ima- could you imagine the kind of rub Dolph could have gotten if he beat Goldberg? Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, but him. it would have made about as much sense no, no, no. as a football game. No, no, no. You talk, wait, hold on. No, 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 Because I'm about to get on that. No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, <laughs> I was oh. Like, but that's not my point. I'm just saying that there is a value in, that you could take a guy who hasn't had that much stock, uh-huh. like Dolph, who's clearly been losing since forever. Mm-hmm. But if he beat Goldberg... That would have turned his whole career around. No, I it wouldn't have. Oh, I it's think like so. It's like fucking taking a lukewarm. You don't think that it, gives him a rub beating it may, Goldberg? It from being cold to lukewarm. Because oh, I disagree. no one believes it. No one believes you gotta it. you got to pitch it. you got to make it. you got to tell it in the He has to cheat. Like hit him in the nuts it. or something like that. And then again, does no, Goldberg not even not, not even that. I just think that. I At think this point, he's Goldberg, damaged goods. Goldberg or Dolph? Dolph. Done. But. I think I think beating Goldberg gives you a repair. I think there's no. cer- there's certain stock in beating the you know the Goldberg. He's the but he's not the Goldberg. He's, he's not. But had he beat him in fucking '97, maybe '98, yeah, yeah. even 2000. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. It would have been better then. But I'm just saying there's certain guys who carry this intrinsic value where beating them does mean something. Uh. I think Brock is that guy. I think Goldberg is that guy. I think one win over them changes the game. Brock is definitely more of that guy yeah, than Yeah, I'm not Goldberg, arguing that. But just, Dolph, the rub wouldn't mean anything I'm just on to, him. I disagree. I, I think it would. It, I, you know, and that Goldberg was just my example of what I was trying to get across with Bray and Brock. I'm, I'm, just saying, su- I'm supposed to tell you, by the yeah. way, breaking news, tell Dave that Dolph lost his smile. Oh, oh boy. Oh, he's in the cocaine now? He's in the block <laughs> so now? He's, Wait, he's picking up the crack from the, oh, the so. projects? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he's yeah. doing. Uh, how about Alistair for Bray? His door is oh, wide open. Oh, that would be, that would have, that would see, be that, phenomenal. That, that would have destroyed his uh, Alistair mm. Black's momentum. because he's, What momentum? Well, yeah, exactly. He's not doing anything. Or, right. Fine, fair enough. But the Dutch. But he's just trying to come the into Dutch. the. He's just breaking into the main roster. You can't have him destroy Alistair Black that early. It's just not going to help. Speaking of the Dutch, there was a comment earlier. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Be careful, mocking yeah, the, the Dutch. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. get hit by a black mass. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm just. Yeah, you can't do that to Alistair Black. He's just coming up on the main roster. A squ- squashing him would have been terrible for him. I mean, for but him. Here, but here's here's my thing. They're 
what like what is Alistair Black has been a moody teenage girl. I'm not on the, the biggest Alistair roster. Black fan. I'm Agreed. just saying Sa- you can't do wow. that. Wow, it's the, about in I like his entrance. Yeah, that's it's about, cool. The thing. And then it's about getting people over. If right. you squash him by the Fiend at SummerSlam, you are not getting him over. You have da- you have severely damaged his his ability on the main roster. And Finn is safe enough. He right. has enough equity right. where he doesn't yeah. get hurt. And that's my same point about Brock. So Lester. that's why he was a Brock good would have been all right if if the Fiend ran through him, but everybody's jaw would drop if they saw that at SummerSlam. It would be that another shocking been, yeah, moment. That yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. little fat it kid. It would have put the, oh. the Fiend on a whole new level. Same thing with Dolph. If if Dolph beat Goldberg, do you have any idea how shocked everybody would have been? Yeah, now, but great, no know, one. I know that no, Dolph's contract is not really. Not even that. Yeah. Two weeks later, no one would give. But a no, shit. you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Who's he beating? If that's a high watermark, where's he go after that? Who's he? Next week he beats Roman. Fuck out of here. That's not happening. The, the Miz. Go- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, let's watch that again. You need to give him a couple of big hits every once in a while. But for the Daniel most part, he, who? If Daniel you had, Bryan. okay, look, I'm just saying, if you had, if Goldberg, if Dolph beat Goldberg, I, and I can't believe I'm having this conversation because <laughs> this wasn't even my point. If he beats Goldberg <laughs> at SummerSlam, then the next night on Raw. You give him somebody else. You don't even. He's here to show the world yeah. that he's that damn good. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's Come to show on! off. Because because uh, let's look at WWE it's right now. The same guy for fucking twelve years. I hear you. I hear you. As I said, this was not even my point. I was just trying to give an Sorry. example. But let's look at the WWE right now with Kofi Kingston as the champion. Okay. Let's say it's a non-title match. You can't have Dolph coming off a win of Goldberg being a very credible threat to Kofi Kingston. I don't think so. You don't think Dolph is a credible threat to Kofi Kingston? I, they have I, the don't, I don't think so. I don't think uh, coming off of Goldberg does enough to rehabilitate him in one shot. Apparently, I overvalue Goldberg. Yeah, yes, I, yeah, I think yeah. so, too. Which I don't and, want to because I hate Goldberg. And you overvalue <laughs> Ziggler at this point. Or, oh, man. Or I'm, I get uh, where you're coming the, from. But the I'm, damage that they've done to him, see, I should say, yeah. on him, because he's he's a great performer. And I understand that. He just has been put in situation yeah, after shitty, situation shitty. after situation. And he won't, they won't let him go, either. Where they've it, iced him down. Yeah. It's just the way I look at it. One win can change everything. I, I'm more talking about booking than anything else. Sure. Because same thing with Brock and Undertaker at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Everyone forgets that Brock had a lukewarm comeback. He lost yes. to Cena. He lost to Triple, triple H. H. Yeah. Yeah. An yeah. old Triple H. But, <laughs> but no one talks about that. He wins against the Undertaker one time, and that's all it took. But the streak. Well, that, yeah, that, that was because no, of the no, and I understand. That's I under, a big deal. I completely you know? understand completely that's a big deal. You can't compare No, no, and I'm, not, and I'm not. And I'm not. And I'm talking, but from that one win, they gave him a squash match against Cena where he just embarrassed John Cena. And, and now, everyone just remembers Brock Lesnar as the unbeatable beast. Yep. And what I'm saying is that equity, if you take that, and let's just say The Fiend does that, it puts him on another stratosphere. It is paying it forward, which is what wrestling booking is typically about. Yeah, but I, And that's I, why I'm I, saying, I, I don't think it's necessary now, but I'm just... I think you needed to establish The Fiend as, all right, let's see what sure. this comes across as. You don't waste it on Brock because and sure, if it and doesn't come off that. well, you know what I mean? Like, because I agree. It's I'm, unne- it's I'm not liking. Necessary. I'm liking the fact that people have bought in yeah. to it. They've suspended disbelief mm-hmm. for this character and are going with it. They understand that it's creep. They're not fu- like when Bray Wyatt first came out on freaking Raw. What were they chanting? Husky Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, no one was chanting Husky Harris in that fucking crowd. No, they, they kept they, saying Hurt Heel. Exactly. Yeah, that's they all because the fucking were, song. Just they were into it. The they bought into it. Yeah. So rather than take a risk on the Brock thing, yeah, where yeah. he's he's a commodity that you don't know what's going to happen. 
and with him. He could decide in the ring, nah, I'm not doing this, and who's going to fucking stop him? Right. Yeah. Nobody. Exactly. You have money here. Do it with Finn. Finn needs to go away for a while. It worked out for all parties. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm agreeing. It was not a hundred percent necessary. I just think that if, I just think it would have been interesting, especially since I guess in a lot of ways I'm worried about how Bray's booking history. I realize this is a different thing, for sure. but they have not always put him in the best situation. So it's seemingly getting better. I hope so. A- as a whole, the company's creative is slowly getting better. Yeah. There's more things that I'm interested in. And I'm not a guy who shits on the creative constantly because that's the cool thing to do. The here's how I'm going to get views. Let me shit on this well, yeah, you know, yeah. constantly. But I'll go back to something both of you guys were saying. Because sure. like, for me, the I don't think Bray needs the title to go back to that. I don't think he does either. I don't think he I, yeah. No, I would I, put it I, on him. I'm not, on I'm not against him winning it, but I don't think he needs it. Because and, it would no. sell more merchandise. That's what I'm saying. But from a company perspective. Yeah, from a company yes. perspective, I would throw that fucking Oh, that's an interesting uh, side note. Seth Rollins mentioned about... Did you hear what Seth Rollins said about Brock and the title, uh, having the title, about how his like sales as a champion are bad? Like who's Brock? Yeah. Okay. Because Seth was pointing out how whenever Brock has a belt, well, they don't sell as many toys. Uh-huh. Their house show attendance isn't good. You know, or and it's like he's bad for a big major part of the demographic. Okay. But I couldn't believe he said that on air. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, back to the, uh, back to the original thing. That well, I was he's to say. he's blurring the lines as yeah. they've been told. But yeah. back to the original part of it is if Brock. If Bray, I'm sorry, if Bray win, Bray doesn't need the title, but if he doesn't get the title, you got to have his wins count. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing I'm very adamant about. I think with the title, you can have wins that are eh and they're okay. I, Rocky three, he I can don't he can be the champion, go against handpicked people. It's not a big deal. Mm. I don't want to see him every week, and the I don't fact either. that he no, wasn't that's... on Monday and Tuesday. I'm so happy for. Yeah, if, that's he's smart. Lur- if he's lurking, lurking yeah. fine. If right. you have like, I don't want to see him. Often, I want to see you know the Huskers in the background still. You yeah, know. like I want to see uh, you know, those, the, the puppet in the maybe. background, yeah, in the yeah, back, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were doing for a I, while. I really hope they continue the Firefly Funhouse, and that portion isn't over, and they just focus on the in-ring stuff now. Just don't change yeah. it. Uh, question in the chat from Vinsanity, a Dave knows oh, wrestling. What's up, Vinsanity? Uh, I, 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 fucking Discord brother. Uh, do you guys understand the hate for Seth Rollins, and is it just because he's a company guy? <laughs> I I think it's because he's banging Becky. <laughs> That's uh, a part uh, of it for uh, me. Part, yeah, it's like, you get uh, hurt, it's not fair. If you're talking about... Didn't you show your dick? Like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I think a lot of the company guy stuff that he's been doing, I think it's a work. Personally, um, what, what, what we got to build that stock for uh, the, you know, the like, box talking to switch, against, talking smack against Dean, talking to the smack against the other people, or talking about his bank account, all the stuff that he's doing, the social media game is like he's never been that guy, and he's dating Becky Lynch, who's like a master at Twitter social media stuff on the yeah. Insta Google Twitter tweets. If he's saying all this stuff, <laughs> well, well, wow! That one. Oh, which I you st- could, which whoa, you can follow me on uh, uh, yeah. Grapple Talker. It's on Google Instagram. Twitter tweets. I stole that from Dewan O'Neill. Dewan, shout out right now. I, oh I, yeah, I totally. Yeah. I stole that from him. Shout out. The first time he said that in the locker room, I just started laughing. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Very well. So I totally ripped. That. I'll admit it. I ripped that from him. Uh, but yeah, so I don't think he's putting all this stuff on blast on social media unless he's doing it on purpose. I don't think he's that dumb. I mean, yeah, fine. There is that one leaked pic. But guess <laughs> what? Painteth. But guess what? I think I think he's doing it on purpose. I think it's part of a work to try and get some attention and some eyes on him. Uh, I don't know why he's being blamed. Like he should say some of those things. He should be a guy who says, "Yeah, we have the best wrestling in the world," because I'm here. 
That's what you're supposed to say. That's how you're supposed to carry yourself. But it does come across a little healy. No. It comes across as a person who is proud in the things that he does. Since you, when but you have to admit there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. That, how is that cocky, saying that they have the best wrestling in the world? Because when I'm co- here? That's cocky. No, he didn't say because no, I'm you here. you said to I'm, say that. I'm saying yeah. that that's, that's the right. feeling as a human being, yeah, not no, as a I character. Get, I get you. No, yeah. and I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's a fine line that people take things a certain way versus another way. So I think that... If he's going to go out there on blast, it could come across a little gilly, and that's well, why some those, people interpret it that way, and some people, I don't hate on myself. Well, those but. people are looking for a reason. Anyone who's in that top spot right. is going to be hated. Fans want to hate success. I don't know about when that. When was the last universally accepted guy on top who was the face of the fucking company not named Stone so, Cold Steve But here's Austin. my question. You don't think Kofi is the guy right now? Right no. now. There, I, you know, there is so Because Kofi many, maintained the belt while Seth lost it. There are so Very temporarily, but still. There are so many. Well, I mean, Kofi hasn't had the level of competition that, Kofi was also on the Today Show with Becky when Seth wasn't. Like, well, I believe champ. it was the Today Show. Maybe it was the morning show. Some one of those morning shows that I'm not awake for. <laughs> 7 a.m.? What? Yeah, right. This is a 6 a.m.? You don't think it's Kofi? Like, I feel like Kofi's a more celebrated guy right now. And that is and the belt. It's half They have a guy on it. That is not the him. belt. Stop it. Legacy-wise, it's, suppo- yes. it's supposed to be. It's not. But it ha- it's not. It, you, the, it neither, came- neither one of them are. Fine. If you want to say that, that's fine. Neither but, one of them. I mean, because the universal title, Curtain Jerk Mania, for crying out loud. Yeah. Normally, I'm with you for yeah. for the past. When AJ had it, it was definitely the second tier belt. But I think it's back on top again. It's not. All right. They're tr- they're trying. But to. either way, yeah. yeah if you want to talk about a guy who's mostly his win was celebrated. His win was celebrated. But so since then, that there have been people who are like they're not doing anything with him. This is boring. I want to see something new. How yeah, many but people, it's not him. But that's not many, him. Well, but how, you're talking about a accepted, that's not. It's not. You said an accepted either. You said an accepted champion. I believe Kofi, by the fans. Yeah, I believe Kofi is accepted by fans. How they many, may not like his booking angles, but they're no, accepting him. Please, how many people are like, oh, Randy should win this. Randy should win this title. Go on Instagram right now. Randy should win this title. Mm. Oh, you can find that no matter what. If that's you, what I'm there's saying. There's always haters. No, though, but yeah. to, no, no. But see, that's not me. That's not hate. That's just social media. If social media existed during the time of uh, the Hulk 90s, Hogan? And, yeah, yeah. Of course, you're gonna hear. Uh, there's always gonna be earthquake. Should have got that belt. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be <laughs> trouble. I guarantee you. John Tenta is a sumo wrestling champion. You're making my point for me that there's never going to be a universally oh, accepted I, champion anymore. Yeah, a yeah, baby yeah. face. Whoever oh, so you're not top, blaming the people. You're just blaming the social media because... I'm blaming the, the people who use social media. I'm blaming the fans. Because okay. they... No one... They can't have it both ways. They don't understand that it... They want it to be real, but they want it to be fake, too. Yeah. See, I don't think that's what it is. It I, is. It, the, people, go, people who go on the internet are typically discontent with their product. Everything. But as soon as the group Life is thing. content... They shut up and stop talking. No, they don't. So they no, move on to something no. else oh, to yeah. complain like, about. No, my, you can't. Yeah, fine. That's fine. Okay, we'll, so I'm talking about one specific issue. So if we're saying there's a group of people saying this guy should have the title. Then you give him the title, and then you see nothing but complaints on the internet that that guy has the title. It's not the same people. The internet is not a guy who has like Wait. bipolar disorder. <laughs> You're right. It's it, a cat with balloons on its neck. Right. <laughs> it's just different people show up. Welcome to the internet. I'm your guide. As soon uh. as the people who wanted this guy to win the title gets the title, they just stop going on the internet to complain and the new people come up who didn't like that start complaining so that's how it works it's just a rotating cycle of people complaining but it's not the same people you've got some uh, people agreeing with you in the chat 
Uh, Bray should retire Lesnar. This is from Bella Nightshade. I'd love to watch The Fiend take down a bag of mayonnaise or whatever Lesnar is. <laughs> a bag of mayonnaise. Uh, Sweaty ouch. mayonnaise. That, Sweaty mayonnaise. That man is a refrigerator with mayonnaise in it? I don't know. He picks up cows. Okay, and fine. You know what? How sharks. about this? Okay. Let's just say, hypothetically, you don't think that's the right move. Let me, let me say something. Yeah. Lower your eyebrows. Why are you getting so worked up? Oh. Because this is radio. And there's no Coke. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's I, only I, Pepsi. I've been feeding for a while. <laughs> yeah. going through Who do you think is the right – do you think there will ever be a right guy to take Brock's stock and move on to the next – and pass it forward, pass the baton on? And who is that guy if you think there is one? Um – the way he's he is right now yeah, is presently like, constant. Like how he t- after WrestleMania 30, he took it from Undertaker. Who's where do you pass this on? You have to pass it on. You so you're to. saying today, there's nobody today to take. No, it I'm from. asking. You don't think there's anyone today to not, give it to? Not today. I don't think. Really? Mm. I really don't think. Maybe. I mean, you. Braun if, could definitely. Maybe, yeah. but not yet because he's he's not there. Like they've cooled him down so much that you can't. It would uh, take time easy build to re. I don't think so. Or maybe the Viking Warriors. There's too many. Yeah. Who? Can't be who? They've start <laughs> stopped Braun so much. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it's just it. It. I think this next time because I think that they're gonna build him back up. Yeah. I think it's gonna take a lot longer. You think it's his last shot though? I think it's his last shot. Oh. Wow. I think He's it's so one of those. Though. I'm not saying that he. They've you just know, really damaged him. Already. I'm, not, I'm not saying he gets fired or anything like that. He'll just no, no, no. become inconsequential. I see. I think you. I think maybe you put a lot more stock into devaluing people than I do because I find there have been people who. I mean, look at PCO for crying out loud. I mean, there are people who yeah, have been complete. For sure. And I'm not no saying way, that. No way, Jose. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, you're, I'm not. You're, I'm, I'm, continue because. I'm not saying PCO is John you. Cena. It's nowhere near the same But he has way level. more popularity than he by any right should, considering his track record and career, is but what it, I'm saying. But mm. that's the thing. People. Yeah, it's, it's minor. It's the ironic thing. That's why. Whatever the case. I'm just trying to say that professional wrestling, I don't. I almost don't, maybe I'm too optimistic, but I almost don't think it's possible to completely, totally devalue someone for good. There's very rare cases. Very rare cases. For the most part, I think if you played your cards right, wrestling fans are forgiving. They always have been. I mean, how many heels have done despicable things, terrible things that people hated them for, and you know what, now they're okay. Edge was one of the most detested people on the planet for the ECW thing, the Matt and Lita thing, and everything. And now, SummerSlam, he does one spear, and everybody's popping. You know, I well, don't. I mean, his last run was a babyface one, and no, that, no, that's I'm, not fair because well, he's he, also in Canada. Because, well, explain he's what he's in Canada. He's in Canada. Then he had point. to end his career in the all ring. I'm yeah. saying, all I'm saying he is that he became a real person. I think having someone devalued to the point where they're unsavable or a lost cause, I think that very, and I mean, super rarely happens. Or I think almost everybody I'm not is saying they're lost causes. No. I'm saying that there are people when you damage them so much, yeah. it takes them longer to be fixed. When you repeatedly do it, do you think Dolph Ziggler mm. beating Goldberg elevates him back to being a world champion caliber person? If you do, that's insane. Not that high, but it does give him a big chunk up. It puts him It makes at- him a lower upper carder. Like the main event. Coco like, beware. All right, that's something I can work with. He's a Coco beware. Is that just someone who gets fed sure. and you're gone. All mm. I'm trying to they say They could is- do that now. Hell, they did that yeah. Fucking four months ago, and that's kind of, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. They that's keep, that's what I'm saying. But they keep 
doing it. I think fans are forgiving. I think, and I understand the repetitive. Fans aren't forgiving. They're indifferent to certain people. When they're damaged that much, they become indifferent. They don't forgive them. They're just like, I know that this isn't, it's non-threatening because they know it's not going to become anything. Mm. So Dolph Ziggler in that main event, they don't care. Why? Because they know nothing's going to come of it. If no, he beat now. Goldberg, they, they're going to be like, okay, he beat Goldberg. Cool. Whatever. Until he w yeah. wins that title, Again. they won't believe any of it. Again, like I said, I think it takes a couple. It takes a couple of strikes at it. He needs a couple. Of, one win against Goldberg is enough, but yeah. it starts the momentum. I don't think it takes that much. I, to build up Dolph. I think it takes more and, than you think. And again, like I said, if we take if we take Dolph, he beats Goldberg. I think from that, it's credible for him to beat Kofi, who he has been feuding with. It's true. That's all I'm trying to say is if he picked up a win over Kofi after beating Goldberg at SummerSlam, I don't think anyone questions this. I don't think anyone goes, "What?" It's it makes perfect sense. From and I'm the, so I'm, who's the, who's going to be the guy to take it out from Kofi? I don't know. They're playing this very differently than I than I thought they would have. I really thought Kofi was going to be this era's, this decade's, like Eddie Guerrero, where oh, he was going to un unsuspected. But he's not going to hold on to it for long. And that's the other thing. Eddie Guerrero beat Brock Lesnar. Let's also bring that yeah, up. Yeah, that's too. true. You yeah, know? that was wild. Different Brock Lesnar, though. It is, but different. I'm just yeah, trying he had to the say mariachi it band doesn't take much for you to <laughs> it doesn't take much for you to buy the hype into something and go, okay, here we are. Yeah. It's like I think I'll you, never I'll never be know, more mad than when I but, was, I'm an Eddie fan. Yeah. But beating Brock was like, oh come on. I was I loved it. I was it was one of my favorite moments. I mean, in it wasn't history. it wasn't. I bought into it because I was able to go, okay, well, we're not in reality right now. <laughs> that wouldn't happen in right. real life. Like, it's not, well, I, I mean, wanted to see Benoit it, Brock, but... It wasn't know, 100. Been great. No, see, been the reason why I think Eddie worked was, it, in case everyone everyone tends to like glaze over this, but it wasn't a 100% clean win. Goldberg did spear Brock. Yeah, you know, yeah That sure. A, did happen. B, Eddie was... His gimmick was cheating anyway, yeah, so yeah, it kind of yeah. made sense. You're it like, made a lot of sense. You yeah. know, like, if... If Goody Goody Bret Hart did it, you're like, why would you win like? Or Kerry Von Eric, why would wow. you win like that? But if Eddie does it, you're like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he would take the opportunity. Yeah, like why wouldn't he? But he beat a different Brock, so sure. It count but you in get relation my, no, but, to but I'm just trying to, to point out the context. And, Ed, and, I'm not and, and Eddie was built up by that point. Dolph Ziggler is a no like. They yeah, but, treat him oh, like oh, a oh, nobody. Like Eddie, Eddie was built, but he was never built at that point. You're telling me he was built as a main eventer at he, that point? I he disagree. was. He was on the way up. He was on he the was way on up. The way, but he was Dolph, not. A main I think that actually put him over. Dolph Ziggler is underneath the ring. <laughs> I would have. How agreed. did SummerSlam end? But how? He now, now, but I was talking about it happening before, before that. The, before that, he was made, he was going against Kofi for the title. And how'd that work out? It doesn't matter. He was still in title matches. But it wasn't a competitive match. Eh. I know he had no chance, but... Yes, exactly. But yeah. you can't... You knew he had no chance, so you were just hold like, on. Eh, eh, whatever. So hold on, eh, hold on. No, 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 no. So you sure. can't... You can't use... Cool. You can't use my own personal feelings... When they convenient you, and then ignore booking. If you we but want, every, what I'm saying is everyone has that indifference towards him. So when they put him in those positions, it doesn't mean anything. No, but when you want to talk about booking strategy, the, okay, you know, like the way we were, that's exactly what they were doing with Dolph. He was in a prime position booking wise. But, but if you want to talk about my, you know, personal audience did, reactions, I get that. They, just get putting that. someone there doesn't mean anything. You could plop anybody in a main event feud mm -hmm. if you don't execute on it or build them to that feud. It means you might as well oh. fucking it, it's a squirrel fart. And I this but you're I completely agree with that. Okay, but 
beating Goldberg is the build-up to that feud. It's not a build-up. You wait, wait, wait hold, hot, on, hold on. That's a okay, hot shot. Fine. Here's a question. Do you think Dolph is more credible? You think if he beat Goldberg, okay, he has a he has a match against Kofi for the WWE title okay. before Goldberg. Yeah. He wrestles, he beats Goldberg, and then he has a another championship match against Kofi after Goldberg. You think his odds in the minds of the people are exactly the same? You think it changes nothing? I think it changes. It doesn't. I think there's enough. It doesn't take. change I, as much as you think. Because I how think does it he? Up. How would he feasibly beat Goldberg? Cheating. Out endurance. Endurance. <laughs> endurance actually works. Endurance versus endurance a fist. and cheating. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, well, the rope so dope was, maneuver. Where the, was, you know, whoa, whoa, Actually, I, I like. I just realized I want that because Dolph, once upon a time, was the rope dope guy. If anybody could pull off the rope dope maneuver, it's definitely him. Because he's so good at getting beat you, up. Right. But here's the thing: Sammy, in order Sammy to do, do it too. in yeah, order yeah. to do that, you have to get more than three minutes out of Goldberg, yeah. and that's not happening. No. Live in reality. You're not fucking getting a six minute or twelve minute you're Goldberg not classic. Not, you yes, get, you're you not get getting it. I didn't say classic, but Dude. Undertaker drew more, got more than three minutes out of that's Goldberg. That's because he moved too slow. I'm just saying, if Undertaker could squeeze it out, then, three, so, then guess squeeze what? Squeeze it so, out? They had no choice. <laughs> oh, three and a half minutes with Dolph. <laughs> they had three no and choice. That half minute. Twelve of those minutes were frig. It was six of them were entrances. Oh, jeez. I'm just saying, Dolph. It's a twelve-minute match. Dolph I mean, bell to bell. Dolph could get more. Dolph could get more than three minutes. Regal got more than three minutes at a Goldberg. And how'd that work out? I'm not saying the matches were good, but it, I'm saying what I'm saying it's is possible. they're not going to put him in a position where something like that is going to happen. Okay. Because it will expose, and then you can't go back to that well anymore. That well they is over. That, I, I, that, that well has been well. over. Yeah. Yes. The well has been over to me and to you. But, but honestly. This is what I mean. See, so but, it's. But, but, but here's the thing. To new kids, like I've had kids come up to me, go, wow, Goldberg's awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, visually. Yeah. And doing but what he does still appear. It's universal to people who aren't damaged. That's the Superman effect. But, you see, but this Superman is exactly what I'm talking about. If we, if we want to talk like... about the feel of it, then yeah, let's talk about the feel of it. Do you want to talk about the booking? The booking, because you can't tell me that oh Goldberg is doesn't carry the same clout that he used to. Even though I understand that. But if you're going to tell me that there are kids who buy into it anyway because of yeah. what they see, it's like all right. Well, which way is it? But kids aren't the uh, kids aren't the majority. No, but still. It's 40-year-old men who can't let go of the past. Yay! But that's wrestling fans. Ah, beautiful. So you're proving my point even more. So if there are people How who can't let go more? of the past with Goldberg, and there are young kids who don't know better about Goldberg, Dolph beating Goldberg still has clout. No, because they can't let go of the past <laughs> of Dolph Ziggler, which they just had for the past 12 years, looking like a piece of shit. Ooh. Oh, but they can't get but they can they can't get over the past of Goldberg either. So I this has ultimately come down to you. How far Listen down the to this well? Semantic ass bullshit argument <laughs> this dude is trying to make in order to it fucking comes try down, and win. It comes down to you talking about how devalued Dolph is, and it Which comes down is. to me thinking of how big Goldberg's stock still is. I want to rephrase that. How? Hey, 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 hey. Nope, you can't. Dun, you can't. But yeah, so Who's that's next? what this comes down to. How big I still think Goldberg is as a star. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, how big do you think he is? <laughs> not very. Uh, I don't know. I'm man. pretty sure he was on the gas, so not not as big as it used to be. Mm. But uh, it's about how... Well, how wouldn't it be bigger? His balls would be smaller. <laughs> yeah, right. Everything else would look larger. Contrast. Yeah. It's contrast. Got it. Okay. <laughs> big legs, tiny legs. I'm just saying, I still think Goldberg's stock is... is pretty high i think he still does command a certain amount of pull would and a win over him still means something i think it means more than if he beat 
you know, freaking Finn Balor. <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor. <laughs> Who's how this started? Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, like, I, I totally get that Dolph has been devalued. It's not that I don't think it that. doesn't do as much as you think it does. And it doesn't erase the damage that they've done from the moment he won that world championship and he got injured. That right. Was at, it? That was it. Right. That was it. That, and I hear that, you. That, that was that was it. And since then, it's been start stop with him. Fans are just. In, indifferent towards him. Yeah. So had he beat Goldberg and then wrestled Kofi, all right, yeah, yeah, cool. But no one's believing or no one's investing in the fact. And in, if you're a heel, why waste that victory if you can't get people invested? Oh, I wasn't saying they should. Remember, oh, this Christ. was this was my side example to the Fiend and Brock conversation. <laughs> In case Whatever. you forgot that. Oh, but how about da- this? Dave, what if, what if the Dol- merry-go-round. <laughs> what if Dolph? Okay, fine, fine. What if Dolph Ziggler hypothetically and I'm gonna hypothetically? I'm gonna. Well, I want to make this clear. I'm not saying this should have happened. But so what's what, the point? But what if Dolph had beat Brock? Does you think Dolph gets saved that way? I'm trying to ask. Is there any? There is no. So you saving. think his stock doesn't it, go up even if he destroys Brock? No. What I'm saying is it goes up, but it's negligible. There's all more the, than Goldberg, less than Goldberg. I would say more than Goldberg. Okay, I, that's I think what I'm that trying that's, to say. I think that that's fair. And could you buy him beating Kofi after no, beating Brock? I, I couldn't. So even after beating Brock Lesnar, it you couldn't take, see it. it. It for him, it yeah. would take more than just one shot. So there's no one guy. There's no one shot for Dolph. Dolph is someone who needs to be because he like Braun. You could do a one shot guy. Well, he's yeah. big. You know, he has something like what? What's Dolph doesn't have anything besides? Oh, I like he has to have a long match with someone. Like if he did that with AJ. That would make sense. That could be the one guy who would at least get him half. He, you yeah, would get AJ more out of, of AJ yeah. with Dolph than you would with Goldberg sure. or Brock. Yeah, that's all I was trying to gauge. I was just trying to gauge is there any, like who is the guy like who's no, damage control? Who's the best like use no of damage one, control? No one is damage control <laughs> wow. as a whole. But I think AJ is a guy where you can get at least to twenty five or thirty percent, and then with strong booking from there, Build rehabilitate him. Yeah, because they've done such damage to him, and he's not a body guy. No, he's not a guy who's gonna just, you know, you're gonna believe destroy somebody. No, you know? oh, and yeah, that's no. you need the one shot. Vader that's Shawn where you Michaels get the one shot. Then. So yeah, okay, well, so. Uh, we're we're just about out of time, you know. Sitting here, I'm sure with, we're going to continue this conversation, and then you know, a little. yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Dave Lee of Dave Knows Wrestling. Head on over to his YouTube. Uh, he will be live streaming in just a little bit on the Comics Channel. Correct. So go yeah. to Dave Knows Comics, subscribe there, and then I guess he'll. He said maybe he'll transition to the wrestling yep. live stream, and uh, I will be there because I'm going to bug him, and I, I, you know, why not? Uh, we'll continue our argument. So if you want to watch us <laughs> yell at each other on camera, see how mad we get. You know, see, see how, how red we get. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll, no. I'll put, no. It, I'll put it in black and white, and we'll get red anyway. And uh, thanks to uh, Joe Pombo, you, to yeah. be seen, to be seen. Yeah, to be seen. Go to to be seen. Com. Check out Comic Conversation. Absolutely, we got an opera singer on there right now. We got a lot of fun, good times. Always here to entertain. Singing, and uh, don't forget. Capital Wrestling every Monday night, 6 p.m. on Fight TV. That's fight.tv or the Fight app. Brooklyn Versus every Monday night, 7 p.m. on GoBridgeSide.com. Creatively Speaking, my podcast relaunching on iTunes on Monday. And every Monday after that, 
at 7 a.m. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at GrappleTalker. And check out this show every Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Mixler.com. Well, right where you are. Just just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just come, come back, back right where you are. Yeah, do it again. Uh, my apologies to Lee Mandin and Paul Liatsis. Uh, the phone lines here were not working, but stay tuned next week. I'm going to have them next week. We'll sort out this problem. Uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed the show. And if you didn't, I mean... Yeah, go fuck yourself. What do you want? <laughs> Thanks for listening anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Right. See you later. I didn't, you don't get any fucking prizes here.